because yeah. YouTube can get sometimes way more views. People like to watch stuff. Right. You know that, right? Yeah. Do you, now, <laughs> now my question for you is that: Do you, seeing from your your previous podcasts, um, you only use one camera? Have you ever thought about using like multiple camera? I angles? have. It's a. It's not even a financial thing. It's a production issue. To so there's two ways to do that. You have a, a switchboard mm-hmm. that you can go between the three different cameras. Say you did like a lot of popular podcasts. Well, the center one, one to the side, getting me. One over here, getting you. And then you can go between them. There's two ways to do it. One is efficient, but you need another person here. I need another a producer, an engineer mm-hmm. with me, so they can in real time manually go between the shots. Like right now, he or she would cut right to whoever's me, talking, and then right now right. they would cut to you. Yes, and then right now, since we're both nodding and smiling, they'd cut to the center, and they would use their intuition to time that, and then that could print out that video when you're done, already cut and edited. So it's okay. fast. The long way would be I do all three. I put all three in front and I manually cut through, which which means I have to go read through a three-hour podcast, four-hour podcast. That's too much. No, I, I, you know, and you learn something new every day because I, I always had an idea that, you know, somebody would be behind the scenes, kind of, you know, intuitively going back and forth between the cameras, but you know. If I were doing a podcast, because I'm very, I'm a very DIY type of dude, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just gonna do it, and I'm yeah. just gonna learn by doing, you know. So like, if I was doing a first episode, I probably would just go, oh, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, rec- I'm gonna have three separate cameras, you know, one right here, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm just gonna, you know, edit it myself. But <laughs> I've yeah, thought it's probably about a better it. idea. <laughs> it's time consuming. Uh, no, I especially I, I if you're you. not making money. I'm like, this is just a hobby. This is, mm. this has stemmed from, because I've been doing podcasts for ten years, and. This is my third third one. My first one was Friends with Music. I started that in 2012 with my cousin Matt at the old studio uh, before I started DZ Fest. And I, DZ Records was two years old. Mm-hmm. And it was his idea, actually, but he knew I knew about recording. And it was audio only, so he was like, what do you, what do you think about a podcast? And I was like, I kind of have heard of them. They were not nearly as popular as they are now. But I don't, I don't know. I don't listen to them. I don't know anything about them. I kept seeing that on my iPod Classic podcast yeah it's like what the heck is a podcast (laughs) (laughs) ipod classic 160 gigs um (laughs) and i was like well i can do the audio but uh yeah i I can't do the video i don't have that type of tech yet um so yeah digital cameras were much more expensive back then so we started doing them then and the the idea of friends with music was to talk to different people we knew about music and how it inspired them when they first started getting into it their earliest memories they weren't that long maybe 30 minutes to an hour max. Um, he would host and I would do the production and I would edit. Eventually they got really long. So he would, I taught him how to edit. He also wanted to get into it. So I would just set up everything, provide the space, the location and the gear. And then he would do the talking and then the editing. So we kind of split it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had some, he had a kid and a wife and a house. So eventually I took over and he kind of did it less. And then he stopped doing it all together. And then it kind of just faded, and I started another podcast called Mandate Movies because I really love film. So a buddy uh, of mine and I would just talk about movies. That's it. We'd go watch movies and critique them and talk. It was just fun. And then after that, I started Bending Brains two years ago in December. And Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's been two years how, of, that, okay. of this. So I think this is like the 57th or 58th episode. Um, I, I was doing about one a week, and then life got really busy because everything came back and I just wasn't able to do it once a week. But it started this concept because after years of working with artists and bands, as you experienced two days ago, your band, uh, you know, just came in 
and you talk to people, especially because this is kind of like a one-man show. I, I do everything alone. Mm-hmm. I talk to people, and you talk to people, and you start to hear stories, very very interesting stories. Sometimes they're crazy. Sometimes <laughs> they're inspiring. Sometimes they're they're overwhelming. And I'm like, man, these are people who aren't famous or rich. They're just everyday people, but they have amazing stories. And I feel like the world should hear them, you know? Absolutely. And everyone actually does. It turns out most people do. But there's some more than others that, like, have something about them, this extra sauce, the spice that yeah. you're like, I really want to talk to this person. And in doing so, it's given me a whole new education. Almost like, I feel after every two, three-hour conversation, like, I, I took a, a course, like a college course. It's so intense, like, the yeah. information you learn when you sit and talk to someone. When you look them in the eyes and talk to them, which we don't do a lot anymore. We're either on our phones or you you talk briefly at a party, five, ten minutes, family party, but you're never alone just talking with no interruptions. So, and I've heard that through listening to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I enjoy a lot of them. But really it's just between the fest, recording bands, albums, shows, sessions, putting on events, I've met so many different kinds of people. And I wanted to kind of hear their stories and like kind of show the world their stories. So it's yeah. like my own way of documenting life. Like th- this is like a very fun hobby to document like yeah. life and people I meet. That's great. I I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I I love talking to people, man. I think it's like it, it is such a, a I don't want to say it's an underrated form of learning, but just I I agree with you. Just the fact that you know these are just everyday people and they're just so unique and you know just just hearing different people. You know I I, I sometimes I'll. You know, I'll be in the city by myself, and I will—I'll be on, you know, on the on the train or whatever, and I will just rant just for fun. I don't know, may, maybe it's just letting me uh, letting my intrusive thoughts win, but just you know, I'll just see someone who's like listening to music, and I'll just go, hey, "What are you listening to?" And then I <laughs> we go we we'll go into a huge thing, and it turns out I'm like, "Oh, this person's actually really cool," or you know, sometimes it's awkward, but you know, that works for you though because you're young, right? Right. Yeah. You're young. You look decently approachable like yeah, you don't I would, look I would like to think so yeah you don't look too extreme one way or the other you <laughs> yeah. know yeah and you you always seem to have like a smile i think that's your natural state yeah is like a kind of happier smile some people have that i've met them they just they're always smiling and like do you get you know they get sad but like do you ever get sad because you always seem happy <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm i like to be a happy guy man i'm i I like spreading positivity. I think it's so important, and I love I love inspiring people. And I like I you know I I like making people who who may may have like you know going going through a rough time. You know I I read a I think it's a Marcus Aurelius quote. I don't know if you're into Marcus Aurelius. But, I know who uh, that is, but yeah, yeah. Um, I I read a lot of his stuff. But he said something like, and it and it it is such like a a normal quote, and like you know it's, I'm not saying anything like groundbreaking here, but it it said something like be kind for for who everybody you you meet is going through a battle you you know nothing about and i just i really took i don't know ever since i read that i was like whoa that's a bar you know yeah. and just i i think that's i think that's just so important so just talking to people and just being kind and like really listening to them and really understanding what they're saying and sharing you know it, it, the energy of exchanging ideas is just i think is just so underrated i think a lot of people don't really realize the the power of that you know and and, just and, communication. and and you documenting that and sharing it with the world i just think that is that's so cool that's the that's the coolest thing thank you i appreciate it it's it's definitely been a very unique learning experience i i have learned so much I through bet. just talking to people yeah. it's especially the, I've done one to four hours uh, is like the length this tends to go. It really depends on so many factors, but that like hour two or three stuff starts to go. Like you really start to hear people have come out 
what, uh, like their sexuality to come out of the closet just talking to me, which is mind-blowing mm-hmm. and and beautiful because it's like it's nice knowing someone feels so comfortable they could just do that. Of course. Uh, they talked about like their family members being shot and killed and people dying and sexual assaults, like the most intense stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just blows my mind. And the biggest thing that I've learned has been talking to people who aren't me, people of other backgrounds, other financial backgrounds, other ethnicities, um, a lot more women because mm-hmm. – they in the podcast world, unless you, the only ones I've seen, as I try to listen to some uh, female-based or women-based podcasts just to learn more about them. I think it it does us a disservice as as boys and men to just like kind of stay in our bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I don't understand women. It's like we well, don't understand them because you're not trying. Like you could at least try. I don't think we're ever going to understand each other, but you can get closer <laughs> to it. You know, you can definitely yes. have a better understanding. Yes. And you start to realize, like, oh, people are just people who want to be respected, appreciated, loved. They want to do what they want to do. And in the music industry, that can get a little sticky with with women because they're they're not as prominent. So men tend to take advantage of them, prey on them, not take them seriously, not appreciate their ideas. So things that I've become aware of and I'm trying to learn and be better at and become better at that. So I really appreciate listening to other types of people that aren't me that aren't my age you know you're yes. 20 right yeah I'm 20. so you're 12 years younger than me i mean i remember much of life before you existed you know yeah <laughs> and i i enjoyed colleagues and friends and acquaintances across the age spectrum i, I have friends that are 60 i have friends that are 20 it's like it doesn't <laughs> matter to me like are you a nice person i, I don't think i'll ever have friends that under 18 though that's <laughs> that's that's when yeah, you can't that's a little you, red flag you you're good, okay good your good age call. you're in a place where you could do that if they're platonic you know of course, yeah. But at my age, it's like now. Now you're just like I'm, like your uh, like a camp leader, or like a <laughs> like a. I don't know. Once you're my age and someone's that age, you're kind of they're either like a teacher or like a leader, or they better be like your niece or a nephew or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like a random no. type of inter, you know. He, he, he's really cool. He's eight, he, he's fourteen. He's great. Yeah, I had him on the we podcast. Hang out. <laughs> yeah, no. I had him on the podcast. No, no thank love you. hearing his stories <laughs> of middle school. <laughs> Yeah, you were so you play music. What instruments do you play exactly? Well, I'm primarily a drummer. I would say uh, above anything else, I am a drummer. I started on the drums. Um, eventually, I, I I goofed around on guitar, and it really wasn't until I I started um, really taking off with with the content and stuff where I was like, oh, I should probably. It's I don't want to say it like it was a chore, but I was definitely like, wow, like I should I really want to get better at guitar. So guitar right now, I'm, I'm still like in the process of like learning. I would love to eventually to be, you know, on, to have drums and guitar where I can do a gig with guitar. Like I've never played a, a real like yeah. gig on guitar. You know what I mean? Like I would love to do that, but I, for right now I'm learning guitar. I play a little bit of bass, you know, I, I know like keyboards, you know, but like nothing, like I said, nothing on, I'm primarily a drummer above anything else. Like I am, when that's, you- a, that's the instrument I have intensely studied. And when did you start studying that or playing that, practicing? Start. I started when I was seven. Yeah, I started okay. when I was seven. But I didn't take it. I was like self-taught for like the first. It was like one of those things where like, oh, I was like just kind of messing around on the on the drum. You know, I was at my, you know, I used to, at a family member's house, you know, they'd have a drum set in the basement. And I would just mess around on it. And I always, I music, I've, I'm, kind, I'm, I'm a huge fan of just like, Movies and music are actually my biggest, my two like biggest things right yeah. now. So like, and it's always been like that. So for me, 
I've always felt connected in a weird way to like just music in general. I mean, I've been surrounded by music my whole life, you know. Um, but starting on the yeah, started on drums when I was seven, and then it wasn't until I got into middle school with uh, the, my middle school jazz band where uh, I really started just. Uh, I, I was like, I should take this a little more seriously, and <laughs> from then on out, I just, I just, I went all in. I just, I completely dedicated everything to it to drums. To drums, to music in general, yeah, just, but yes, drums. I wanted to get better at it. I really wanted to, I, I just, I, I, I was so inspired listening to all types of drummers and, you know, listening to all different types of music and, yeah, just, just but yes. I'm listening, I'm texting my roommate to yeah, turn no, off, no, to turn no off no the worries. furnace. I don't know why it's back on. Yeah, no worries. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just drum, yeah, I was, a, I'm a huge fan of music in general, but starting on, I, I started on drums, yeah. So you started on drums at seven. What sparked to the drums? What's first of all, what sparked interest in music, and then what sparked drums in particular? So I grew. I ne- I did not grow up in a family with musicians, but I would say I grew up with music lovers. If that makes sense, like yeah. just you know, my both of my parents were huge fans of all different types of music. So we I we always had different types of music playing in the house. You know. Um, my mom is like a big metalhead. She loves like classic rock and uh, like just like like old school like '90s, early 2000s types of metal. And like my dad was like more like bluesy, uh, like Stevie Ray Vaughan type of stuff. And then they were both into like you know the funk and the pop and all, all diff like just all different types of genres. And um, so I w- I was always growing up just like being fascinated by just just musicians in general. You know, I I always loved going to concerts and everything. I I was a huge Wiggles fan. When I was younger, <laughs> my first concert ever was the Wiggles, and really? I still I still remember it. I was like th- four, three, four, and I still remember it. And I remember just being like astounded. I don't know what it was. I the don't know. Wiggles. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. Were and, they like uh, a, a Disney band? No, I don't. You know, I don't know what program they were on. I don't think it was it was Disney. They uh, they were like a like a you know you've heard of the Wiggles. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. So they, yeah, I still remember. I was a little older, so like right, yeah, it didn't appeal to me, yeah, but I remember w- them. Oh, that was, they were my world when I was younger. Were like, they associated with the Teletubbies? I don't think so. I, I, maybe they are. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I haven't watched the Wiggles in forever. I know they have a new lineup. They have all these new people in there, and I'm, I'm not here for it. I like the, the oh, I was there with the OG, I'm an OG lineup. OG Wiggle I'm an, fan. I am an OG Wiggle fan. Absolutely. <laughs> I, just 100%. But, um, yeah, what, what sparked, I guess, I don't know. I just, I started playing, and I just remember, like, I would have these big headphones and I would play along to like my favorite songs when I was like younger. I was just the curiosity, I guess. I don't know. It's just the you know when you're when you're a little kid and you're just like, how does this work? Like how do you know? You're so you're so fascinated by all these sounds and I just eventually just started messing around and th- it was kind of like that for the longest time until I got to middle school where I saw my middle school jazz band play and I was like, wow, well, I play drums. I wanna I wanna try playing that and yeah. I got in contact with the the band director and uh, I couldn't read music. I could not read. I, I didn't read music until I got to high school. But mm. the unfortunately, my my band director, Mr. Frank, was incredibly. He just saw. The, I think he saw the potential in me, and he really saw that I I my passion for it and how much I I really wanted to. I really wanted to play, and I I was a big listener, you know. So, uh, he I told him that I couldn't read music. He told he gave me the entire summer to to learn to read music, and I said, sure, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll learn that I didn't. So, but I but I knew the song. But I knew the song. It was a uh, flight of the Foo Birds by Count Basie, mm-hmm. and uh, he he said, 
he said learn it over the summer and I just instead of like learning how to read it I just listened to the track and then I just played along during my audition and I got in the band I got in the band he just got, he went and I he thought for the longest time I I could maybe read music and then like as rehearsals came in he was like oh okay so I don't think I don't think you know but <laughs> yeah so from that then on I think just because you know I I got the chance to play in that environment and then I I was just hooked I was hooked as soon as I got in mm-hmm. so you're in high school, when you would start really playing like in jazz band, yeah, because I wasn't in, uh, I wasn't in like normal band, like I wasn't in the concert band, yeah, like yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't in percussion, like I was just the, the like a drum set player, right, and that was already like, like I was like I, it was already I was always like in a weird situation in middle school because I was like I I am a band kid but not really like yeah. I'm not in the like I'm not. It'd be weird because I'd be at like the band concerts and then I'd only come out when the jazz band was playing. Like I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to like sit like for like two hours only just to come on for like you know thirty minutes or whatever. But yeah, then I got to high school and then that's when I joined uh, percussion. I joined drumline. I joined everything. Did not know how to read music at all. Uh, I I ended up playing. Uh, I was on the cymbal line my freshman year and it was, man. I I have. It was such a great. It was awesome. It was such an awesome experience. Of course, um, just you know, being in that world and just really, just being so curious. I just remember being so curious on how to read music and just, you know, meet, like I said, meeting a bunch of other kids who knew how to read music and, yeah. you know, they would, they would show me, you know, what is an eighth note? How does this, you know, how to, how to read this, how to read that, you know? And yeah, I was, I, I was made fun of for not knowing how to read music, but you know, it's just like, that's so funny. Yeah. That's you some know, nerdy band stuff. It, it is, it is so, it, <laughs> I, I know I'm going into like such a nerdy, like, you know, band kid thing. I, what, I swear I wasn't like a, like a, Geeky band. Did you go kid. to band camp? I had to. Yeah. So you are a band. geeky man. I, I am. I am. But I'm like. I, I guess I'm closeted. I'm a closeted. I'm a closeted. I'm a closeted geeky band kid. <laughs> I went to camp, but it certainly wasn't band camp. That's funny. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So you're playing music all the time, drums, and a big music listener, listening to a bunch of different stuff. Um, did you ever? Did you like comedy growing up? Yeah. So another big. I, I always, uh, when I look back, I, I kind of realize that like my big, my two like things that I had going for myself was that I, like I was really into music and then I also loved making people laugh. Like yeah. I was just a, I was a kid who, I don't know, like if we had like a, like a presentation, I always was the kid who tried to make the presentation like super funny and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I loved, I loved making people laugh. Like it was the, I don't know, maybe it's because I, I maybe it's because I like being center of attention, maybe, maybe it's a weird kid thing. I don't know. But I loved, I, I loved the feeling of just seeing people's faces light up when, yeah. when I, when I told a joke or, you know, a stupid, said something stupid in class or got in trouble with the teacher for saying something dumb, you know, but yeah, that was always the biggest thing. Like I, I loved, I loved music and I loved co- like making people laugh. That was my biggest thing. Do you ever watch or get into any comedians or, or any different? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I went through a weird, <laughs> I went through a weird puppet phase when I was like in elementary school. I was a big fan of Jeff Dunham. I was going to say Jeff Dunham. <laughs> the only, only puppet person I could yeah, think of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Dunham. And so I was, I was into him for a little bit. That was like kind of my first, like, I don't know, taste of, of, you know, into like comedy. Like, yeah. Like comedy, I guess. And, uh, but then, yeah, like I, I was a big fan of like the Eric Andre show. Yeah, and, like yeah. just like the I, I man, I I miss I I was into like I'm still into it, but just like the the, the shock value humor. I just I, it's like, something um, about it. Nathan for you. 
man, everyone tells me I gotta watch him. I feel I, like you would. If you like Shock Factor, yeah. And I've seen a few episodes. Like I, I, <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't describe the episode, but I have seen like a like one or two episodes, mm. and I, I did think it was hysterical. Or yeah. like uh, Tim and Eric. Same thing. I know uh, people have told me I need to watch Tim and Eric. I, I've, I watched Eric Andre. Uh, I watched Workaholics. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have been watching no, Workaholics not at your age. No. At my age, I, I shouldn't. What about um, Awkward Kyle? I don't know what Awkward Kyle. I don't know. That so one. he's now a cast member of SNL. Okay, but before that, he was. I used to watch him, and he was just a YouTube guy, and he would just ask. He would interview people with like a shotgun mic, <laughs> and just ask <laughs> the weirdest, most awkward questions that sometimes didn't make any sense at all. He'd just be like, "Should have flubbed a henna." Kova had. And the person's just like, but he like dead face. And the person thinks it's serious, just like, what? And he's just like, do you ever flubber the hubber dubber? And just like That's my that that's my bread and butter. I love it's that. Really, I, check out old awkward I used to watch, and when I found out he was on SNL, I was like, that guy got to SNL, which makes me think that you can go to SNL. I appreciate that. And I I feel like you could. For yeah. those, wait, we haven't said anything. For those listening that don't know that you you make a lot of videos that are all music based, but also very funny. Like, I remember when you first messaged me. I, it was it was at night, I think, or maybe I saw it at night. I was laying in bed. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like, because you reached up about a band thing, normal stuff, especially with through Instagram. So I was like, "Yeah," and I responded. But then, like you know, I always check out the profiles. So I checked on. I was like, "The heck, <laughs> <laughs> who is this?" And I clicked on it. I started watching your videos, and I was laughing hysterically at like <laughs> 11 o'clock in my bed. Normally when I don't look at stuff, but I don't know why I caught it that night. And I was cracking up at stuff. And um, yeah, it's really funny, but clever. And also I like that it's music-based. It's like a little bit of everything. I really like comedy a lot. Hence I'm naming all these comedian shows. And I know a lot of comics. Um, I've been to a lot of shows, mm. but I also love music a lot. Yeah. So I thought it was a really funny uh meeting of two worlds, you know? And, but I had no idea about the, like your uh, TikTok or, or YouTube channel because I don't really use TikTok a lot. I have one and I post on it, but I'm, I'm terrible at it and I don't understand anything about it at all. It's I don't know. Crazy. It's crazy. I don't know if it's, it's like... Weird, it's a wild platform. It is, right? It's, uh, I'm, I'm a little older for that generation of TikTok, but not just older, but also like it, it, it's not where like I put my thoughts... Like, I do a lot of things, but it's not where I put that. Mm -hmm. And I realize the importance of it because you can do so much with it, you know? But, so for those who are listening, you do a lot of content creation of music, drums, now adding guitar and keyboards and bass and other stuff. But also, it's like almost always funny of some kind. There's always some type of humor in it. Yeah, there's always, it's even from the beginning, there was always like like a hint of humor. I started out as a, like, just doing covers as a one-man band. So, like... When uh, was this? Like, when did you first start making? Videos? It was during COVID, actually. Well, when I when I really oh. when it when I really started doing it was like, yeah, during during COVID. That so, fast? Yeah, yeah. Are I, you uh, serious? Well, yeah. That's I mean, wild. Yeah. Well, because like I was like, I was always like doing stupid stuff. Like even when I was like younger, like I would just go like, and I'm not the first person to have that type of setup. Like. Having the drums at the feet and like yeah. just playing. The I have drum. a bunch yeah. of friends that work with that do stuff like exactly. That. Like they I'm, just don't I'm, do it the way you do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I have my own twist on it, of course, like everyone else. But like, yeah, I'm definitely not the first guy to to be like a one man band, right? But like, I was always kind of just like I. I think I like I said I saw somebody doing that and I was like, that's cool. Like I want to do it myself, and then I would just mess around on it. But I started 
doing just requests. Like, because on TikTok, uh, you can like highlight the comment and then you can like reply to it with a video. So mm. I would start well, like for example, I think like my first, like my first like viral video. What on did, there, wait, what did it start with? Which platform did you start doing? I that? started. I the platform that I I like really started blowing up on first was TikTok. Right, and, and that was in March of 2020. Yeah, Mar- it was like summer of 2020. Yeah, okay, it was, so it like was around that just time. over two years ago. Yeah, so you're just out of high school at this point. Yeah, because I didn't. Yeah, I you just graduated. Yeah, I was I was class of twenty twenty. I had to remember that because I oh, I didn't so walk you're the stage. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. It's you know it's okay. I kind of I mean look, I'm not a I don't like like being that kid. Where like oh man, I I miss high school, you know. But like I had a good time in high school. But like it, it happened. Was high, it was high school. It's it happened. happened. Like I'm I'm here Smart. now. You know, you're, like, I don't, you're already wise. You know, um, I don't, beyond your years. Well, Some people I, never do, realize you know, that. Well, I don't want to be that kid that's on the football field. You know, uh, have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? Of course. Yeah, okay. Uncle Rico, when he's <laughs> yeah. talking about... Um, I could throw this football over that mountain over there. Yeah, but he talks about how <laughs> things could have worked out differently for him. Yeah. If he, it, I, I forget the exact quote, but like, oh, man, if I... If I if coach let me play that one night, you know, we would have made, yeah. you know, state, and, you know, and like, I don't want to be that guy. I've never, no. even when I was in high school, when I was enjoying myself, like even when I was in high school, I was like, I know this, is, I'm never going to get these, this time back. But like, once it was over, I was like, okay, it's time to move on. Like next it's, thing it's, in life. Yeah, it's done. That's smart. You should, everyone should do that. It's not good to dwell, especially Ex- in high school. Exactly. Yeah. For, and you're only two years from it. I'm 14 years from it. It only gets as long as you don't dwell on it. It only seems more and more futile and adolescent and absolutely pointless the further you get away from it. And then you know, depending on where you go in your life, you get jobs, you get degrees, you just get so far from it. You should. It's like it. It just doesn't matter. It really right. doesn't matter. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I just I didn't want to. I, di- I think and because of because of me not wanting to dwell on it, I think. Being at home, of course, and, you know, I, I couldn't go anywhere. You know, I, I, we were told to stay home, so I was just like, like, I, I got to do something to, like, I don't know, I was bored. Be I was productive, I, No, yeah. literally, I was I was just bored. I had nothing to do. What so were I, your plans? So you're, you're 18 years old. It's June 2020. What are your plans for the future? Like, what were you planning on doing? Well, I was going to go to school. I, when I was applying to school, I was going to be music education. And, ev- well, eventually, over that summer, I was just like, I don't think I want to do that. I, I I wanted to do something with music. I wanted to do like something awesome. Like I don't know. I wanted to do like I never I never wanted a like a like a normal job. You know. You yes, know what I, I mean? do know. <laughs> so like yeah, like you know, I just don't you know. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be a teacher. Like I like I like teaching. You know, but like I don't know. I don't know if that's like. I don't. I don't want that to just be the end goal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not a. I'm still not even against being a teacher at some point, right? But I just, I'm like, I don't know. I wanted to do something more than that, so I decided to switch it to music business. And that's and real quick, I think it's so funny that if I went to ISU, <laughs> you would have been my teacher. And yeah. It's just funny how life works now that we're. You know, it's a. Some, it's. I think yeah, it's awesome. Earlier or two days ago, Aaron brought up that he wanted to study music business, um, and it it was possibly going to be at Illinois State University. Where I teach, and I actually teach the music business class there in the school of music. So you would have been my student, and you are like at the like you would have been in there like right now in this semester. Like I know. as my student, I think that's and crazy. What's funny is I'm going to use this podcast for like an assignment 
for them. Really? <laughs> about like social media and how you can utilize it to like in a music industry. That's awesome. So isn't that funny? How you, because you didn't go, you ended up being a subject matter. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> that's that's amazing. That's so, that is so cool. I think that's, I was giggling about that because when you were like, you were like, oh, you would have been my student. And I was like, is, that's just amazing how life works, isn't man. Isn't it? It's just, it's crazy. <laughs> and now I'm, I, I'm, I'm on a podcast with, with my could have been teacher. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I was, I wanted, where were we? What were we saying? We were talking about. We're talking about, oh, 2018. It's, it's June. It's 2000. Sorry, 20. Oh, you, you're 20, 18 yes. years old. Yeah. You're deciding about what to do with school. Oh, yeah. Music. Yeah. In the music business. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, it was summer, you know, and like you couldn't do anything. So I was just home. And then I, I don't know. I was just like, and like TikTok was always around. Like it was around. Like it started off as Musically. I don't know if you know that. that was, it started off yeah. as an app called Musically. And I did not have it when it was Musically. And then I didn't, I, I honestly, I didn't really care for TikTok until like, I got out of high school. I was just like, I'm messing around on it. And then so you, I, when you had it at that time, just a normal amount of followers? Yeah, I don't know. Like I just, my friends followed me, you know, and I followed my friends. or something, something more? I, I can't even remember. But nothing I, crazy, just a normal. Yeah, no, it was like, yeah, like, yeah, like call it a hundred people. Yeah, sure. And and same and, with Instagram. Yeah. And well, yeah. And then in, in high school on Instagram, I had like, and it's still Aaron Paulson drums, but, uh, it it just started off as a drum account. Like I, my first video on there is when I was a sophomore in high school. Like, okay. Like, and that I was just a normal account. Where it was just yeah, it's just me. Like, here's me working on my paradiddles. And here's still me. only had a couple hundred followers and stuff. Yeah, I think, I think by the time I got out of high school, I think I was like almost to a thousand. Okay. I honestly, I can't. I all very like normal stuff for yeah. your age and, yeah. and life. And then what about YouTube? Do you have a YouTube channel? I did, but like kind of the same thing. Like. Couple 15 hundred. subscribers. 15, yeah, probably yeah. Fif- probably around 15 subscribers. I don't uh, know. Are those I, the three that you use? Do you use Twitter or anything? No, I'm not on Twitter. But yeah, YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok are currently kind of the, the trifecta I'm and on right Facebook? now. Facebook? I'm on Facebook a little bit because uh, like Instagram and Facebook are connected. Yeah. So when I post on Instagram, it does go on Facebook. Does that do well to Facebook or is it just... It brings in numbers from Facebook. It can. Um, right. I'm actually trying to get a little better on Facebook because uh, I want to post... I've I've sometimes posted just like individually to Facebook, yeah. but I have a a thing where when you do post to Instagram, it will just also link because I have, I have a Facebook page, but it's just linked to the Instagram. So right, yeah. yeah, it's I'm sure anybody who's listening right now is probably like, what are they getting at? Like what are they like? Because we're like talking, <laughs> yeah. we're clearly talking about like getting to somewhere, of course. But like I almost want to say it and then reverse engineer back to like okay how you got to that. Right, right, okay, so. Yeah, so I was I was bored, and then I. What do you do full time right now? I am a content creator. I I'm twenty years old. I'm twenty years old. Yes, I make I make music, comedy content, and that's that is my full time thing. And you live off of it. I yes, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, and it's I I I've been like fully pursuing it since I haven't even been at it for a year. I I because I decided to leave school. Um, right. December of, of last year, so wow, co- we're closing year. in on a year. So like, t- technically two years, right? Doing it, but I would say like like really, really like going all in, fully, you know, giving it everything yeah. I, I I you know get I can uh, sorry giving it everything I can, you know, yeah, like barely a year That's closing in on crazy, a year. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you realize how crazy that is, or are you too young to understand how insane that is? I think it's the latter. I because I. I've been told, I've, I've told people that, you know, and, and people were like, why are you talking? Like someone said, I remember I was telling, I was telling two adults about it. And then one of the adults said to the other, like, like, uh, like, do you realize like the way he's talking about this right now? And they were like, 
yeah, like, do you see how he's talking about this? And I was just like, I don't know. I, I think it's what you just said. Like, I don't know. I mean, of course, I, I, I do reflect on it and like, oh, wow, like, I've, I've done a lot in two years. But I don't know. At the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm always focused on just like. Doing the work. Grow, yeah, growing and doing the work. Do you work, see it as you know? work? But like not working a bit because I don't see what I do as work. You know? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But it is. But I. It does. I, I've done real, like re, like air quotes. What anybody would ever consider real work. I've swung the hammers. I've cut the wood. I've moved the boxes. I've done subway, blockbuster, UPS. Yeah. I've done every job. Um, pipe fitting, construction, roofing, concrete. Uh, mowed grass for grass for money. Shovel driveways mm-hmm. for money. Like everything. So now when I work with bands and make albums and go to New York to record bands and put on festivals. I'm like, this isn't work. I mean, it's definitely, it takes time and effort and thinking, but I enjoy and have fun, and I love the puzzle of planning it and figuring it out when it's on me. Like, this is all on me. Like, I have to figure yes. it out. And it's so much fun. So it doesn't feel like work work. And because of that, it can get a little dangerous because I never know when to stop. Yep. Because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like... Sit in my basement in in front of cool speakers, like editing songs from awesome bands that I get to hang out with and like talk to, right? And go like get on the guest list at their shows. Like this doesn't feel like I, I hear you work. I think it, <laughs> so. I don't it, know when to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think it, it's people like us who like it's almost like we need another word for it. Like because I can't I because like yeah I'll tell people like oh I'm I'm working you know oh, I've just been working on this all day and they're yeah like, but like when, even when I say that I go gosh like it but I don't. I don't know. I feel it like, doesn't feel like it doesn't feel it's, like it's work. It's the same yeah. thing as going to ISU. I'm just nerding out and talking about what I do here. Right. Like what I love to do, I just talk about there. Like they're just paying me to sit there and rant and like <laughs> talk to people about audio and music and sound and business and music and industries and festivals and theory and production and recording and stereo recordings or mono ones and acoustic space. I'm like, I would do this anyway. <laughs> no. And so I, it's just fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Like I said, I, Exactly. It's just we need it. We need like another word. I don't know. I wish. I wish we could find it. We should talk to Webster, man. But it doesn't come like, easy because yeah, there's a lot true. of pressure. Of course, to like to you do you want to sustain what you have. Of course. Now that you have it, you're like I don't want to lose it. So now there's this type of pressure that people don't talk about when you do get to do something you love, even if it's not for a lot of money, but just to enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Now you have the fear of losing it. You don't want to lose that, which it's a good fuel to keep going. But it's definitely hard. It's hard to balance it. It's hard to keep it going. It's hard to see the future, especially how how young you are. I mean, the 20s are the most important decade of someone's life to establish their career. So my advice is just keep doing what you're doing and, and do it more. Like whatever you think you're doing, do 20% harder. Like because it could set up your the rest of your life. Yeah, and that's it. Really, is the goal. I mean, I I I mean, I. I definitely want to branch out, of course. Like I eventually, you know, um, you know, that's why, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot. I'm 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 doing a little bit more effort into uh, Interstellar, you know, the, yeah. the band stuff. That's why you know, I did reach out to you just by doing the, the live sessions yeah. and stuff like that. And you know, and I, you know, but like you I guys are awesome, by the way. I appreciate You're that. Yeah, it was voice, dude. Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey is a gem. He's, he throws he's amazing. It. He was he's, pounding it. Just scream. Yeah, he's 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 crazy, but I I he's I love him. He's amazing. They're all all f- Jeff, Ben, and Andy. They're just they're amazing. They're, all four of you guys couldn't be more different from each other. 
<laughs> like you guys had very stark differences in your personality. Yeah, I don't know. We, but like I think we blend together so you well. Did. We you just guys are very we, talented. Just, they're my too. homies, and I, I just, I, I, I love all three of them to death. And they're just, yeah. They're, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm lucky to to be making music with them. Is it a play on the movie Interstellar? Uh, well, like I don't know. Or I just think, the word Interstellar. Yeah, just the word okay. Interstellar. Yeah, like we're, well, because we're all, we're all like. I would I would say like like definitely Jeff Jeff and I are like huge movie nerds like yeah. we're we're huge into that and uh, Andy's girlfriend is a is a film major at DePaul. Oh he nice. Goes, Andy goes to DePaul, so I he, I wonder if they know. I I'll, I'll sorry keep going. No no you're good. I was just gonna say that yeah they're so but all of us are you know, we were just I, and we're also like really in, like into space and stuff. Like I think we actually got that that name from like the James Webb telescope picture or something. Oh, okay. I, I kind of forget the whole thing, but we were, we were trying to find a name and, mm-hmm. and one of us was like, what about like, like a wordplay on like, like a, like a concept connected to space. So I think yeah. one of us just went interstellar. We were like, interstellar. yeah, and I, I remember when I heard that I, di- I didn't come up with the, that name. I think. Yeah. And whoever did say, I was like, I vote that one. Like, you got to do that <laughs> one. And I'm, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you know, like, branching off into music and I I, I want to do a bunch of other things you know I would love to you know I'm like I said I'm huge in I'm huge into like like movies too so like mm-hmm. I I even when I was younger I liked making short films too like when I get an assignment for school you know like if we if there was an option like it was like a choose your own like presentation type you know type of thing I if there was like a like make your own like video or video assignment, like I would choose that one, and it and like I said, it did not feel like like I like like I would get it done in a night because I would just it's fun. I was it's so fun for, yeah. for me. I don't know what it is. I just I love I love filmmaking. I just I I'm so fascinated. And you kind of make that. little. You're making like short films. I, I make little movies. Yeah, I, I think that's what I. Do you just make it with your phone? Uh, for, yeah, for like the short form content, like TikTok and Instagram, I will go. I'll use my phone, but like. For YouTube, I've been uh, I I upgraded a little bit. I use like a oh, more okay. more. Uh, oh, so you don't put the same videos on YouTube that you do on Instagram? You, yeah, well, so on YouTube, um, we just started um, like doing I guess more long form content. So like mm-hmm. I have my my first I guess like episode on there is just like ten minutes. But I do upload because I have YouTube Shorts now. Mm-hmm. So there I do upload my short form content on there. But I do like I said I'm trying to branch out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want to go harder with YouTube. We're closing in on 100k, so I really just want to like you know hone in on that and you know 100,000 subscribers. 100,000 subscribers. Nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So my first my first I I uploaded like just like a week ago. But yeah, we're. Uh, it's just like, it was like, it's like 10 minutes and it's just like vlogs, skits, and just like, I went to, uh, PASIC. I don't know if you know what PASIC is. It's a, it's a, per, it stands for the Percussive Art Society International Convention. So it's for a bunch of, <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a super, super nerdy drum convention for nerds like me yeah. who go there and we nerd we just, out. <laughs> we nerd out. We nerd out. So I vlogged my time there and like just, and I interviewed random people and it's kind of the same thing where I'm just kind of asking them like out of pocket questions and stuff. Like, like I asked, well, and it, this is my friend, so like I'm, I swear I'm not, I'm not an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I swear, but like, uh, I, my, I had a friend who, I, he, he's a big percussionist, so I was like, you know, how many mallet pieces have you played like in your entire percussion career? And he was like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta be over like, like, two hundred or something. And I was like, all right, follow up question: How many bitches do you pull? Like just asking like stupid, you know, yeah, just dumb yeah. questions like that. So. Yeah, it's just like out of pocket stuff like that. It's still my style of content. You, you mean know. it's like a vlog, kind of. It's like I would say like the main narrative is like the vlog, and then I I will say something like, 
Like I'll, I'll, I'll mention something and then when I watch it back, I'll go, oh, that's a funny skit idea. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So I'll film it and it's like a cutaway where I'll, I'll do that. I'm trying to make it my own style, you know? Yeah. And like I said, it's a first video, you know, it's not, I don't think anything is perfect really, but like, especially just for a first video, I'm still trying to, I'm still like experimenting with different yeah. styles, right? So, so that YouTube has a hundred thousand. Yeah. We're closing uh, in on a hundred thousand. And then Instagram's. Yep. Like it's like 182 okay K right now wow. yeah that, so so in one and a half in two years all that grew yes and TikTok yeah. is 1.2 million whoa yeah <laughs> that's insane yeah yeah it's it's Holy so fun cow. yeah I, I so they all grew so fast yeah like I, you could literally see the numbers just going up like every day at at in two years I mean yeah I I try not to like be that guy who's constantly on my phone like. Oh my god! Like, I try not to. I, yeah, I try not to, of course. But yeah, I do. I. I mean, it's. I think it's part of the the work with it, where I have to kind of go. Okay, like how's engagement doing? You know. Yeah, it it is. It's right. Like, uh, analytics is part of it. Right. So it's, I I, I do have ha- I have to look at it, but I try not to look at it for like like it, for funsies. You know, like oh like like oh good morning. Let's see how many followers yeah, I'm at today. Or yeah, boast like, I, I about to, it. You know. Yeah, like look at me. Yeah, I I try not to do that. Good. But. That's smart. Yeah, I wouldn't because it's not. It is as real as it is. It's it's not. It's like. It's just the internet, mm-hmm. you know. What's real is you and you and I in this very space. That's of course, but it is real because it affects our reality. You know, mm-hmm. it does affect your reality clearly, but it's not the best representation of the physical world you you know live in. You know, so it is it is cool that um, I'm happy for it. That's amazing. I pre- thank um, you. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, at I, twenty years old, I was like. I'm gonna start a recording studio called DZ Records, and everyone's like, <laughs> and they all laughed at me. And I put, uh, I put a piece of cardboard in my base. I built a door in my base and put a piece of cardboard on it. said DZ Records, and hey, man, but I mean, look, look what where yeah, it is now, I mean, though. Know. You know, you, you <laughs> it's got crazy. You, you know, you look, man. I think people, unfortunately, and I still, I still get clowned on sometimes for doing this really? kind of thing. Hell, hell yeah! By oh. who? I won't, I won't, of course, I won't name names, oh, but like, you no, don't. oh yeah, no, I wish, but no. Say, who, say how they, how you might know me, you don't have to say names. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I've just, I've been told. Family. Bef- I'm going to go out there and say it. Well, actually, you know, uh, yes, Peep, but some but, people but my immediate, I Look, I am very great because my, my mom and I live with my mom and my sister. So my, they're are the, they're, they're my biggest fans. They, right. from day one, they have been on my side, you know, and I just, I, I'm very grateful to have like yeah. incredibly supportive, uh, incredibly supportive mom and incredibly supportive sister, and I um, my my friend circle is incredibly supportive. But like, yeah, I've had I've had like like even when I was because I was still doing content when I was in school, and I yeah. would have professors like like tell me like I like I need to get a real job or like what are my what are my plans when I'm forty and like how all old this stuff. were they on average? Would you say these, some of these? Oh, they were like yeah, they're they're. They don't understand, you know. That's they're, what I'm saying. They're like 45, and I, I'm in this right place where I, I'm detached, but I understand, and that's yeah. why it's like this can, it's important. Like in my music business class, we don't really talk about social media, not in any meaningful way. And mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna redesign the course to where we focus on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, streaming services, like all of it, because mm-hmm. that is the world we live in now. That is how Absolutely. you get your stuff out there. I, I'm in a strange position where more people know about DZ Fest, DZ Records, the podcast, anything like that in real life, in interactions, more people know me or have met me than anything representing on the internet. I don't have that many subscribers on anything I do. No, nothing compared to you, but not even compared to where it probably should be, which is where I'm always 
dumbfounded and like, I don't understand that. 1,500 videos on YouTube. How is there only 3,100 subscribers Mm. on 1,500 videos? It's like two subscribers per video. That doesn't make any sense. Um, After doing it for 10 years, you know? But I don't know. I don't know how. I think it's because it's the content itself isn't the kind that generates a lot of subscribers. I don't really know. I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, and I... You know? Yeah, and I I don't... I, I couldn't tell you like exactly like yeah. like I don't I'm not gonna sit here and like like tell you like like oh it's this it's that because yeah. like I don't I don't think I just know enough to like right. really understand I mean I I think you make very high I mean reg- look man I I would like I am a I'm a like screw the numbers type of guy like just do what you love well to yeah do, I mean right? I, because of that, I've always had to say screw the numbers of course of course you know and I know they and are I've, I don't care anymore right right of course and you know and it's. I've kind of had that attitude. I've I've tried to always maintain that attitude, even when I was starting. Like I I try not to compare myself to anyone. Like I think that just it. There's no com- obviously comparison is the thief of joy. But like I don't know. To me, like comparison is like a marathon. You know, if like you're if you're running and if if you're focusing on one thing and then you start looking at the other guy, you know, or the other, you know what's what, you what are they doing? Losing, they doing? Yeah. yeah, you start slowing down. It's like what are you gaining from that? You know, you can be inspired, but like to go oh you know I have this amount of followers and this person has this amount of followers. Yeah. It's just like. It's, like you said, it's it's the internet. Like yeah, you know, it's, it's just like it's not real. Like, I'm glad that I interact with more people than I have on the internet. I'm, exactly, I'm, it's more fulfilling. I, I'm glad right. that more people have been to, you know, the shows I used to put on at my old place or the fest or have done sessions than I have, you know, likes, clicks on a phone. Um, it I, I mostly only ever thought about it because other people have brought it up. They're like, why don't you have more? Like, how do you not have more subscribers? Like, I don't know. I really don't think about it in any way that affects me. I just keep going and booking next bands and moving forward. And, of course. But people, other people have brought it up. Like, they notice. They're like, many people have brought up that don't even know each other. That's how I know it is kind of confusing. It's like, why would they keep saying that if it's not a thing? But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, no, you have the right mindset. It's, that, it is remarkable. Like, like 1.2 million on TikTok. That's so many. Like, and that one, um... But that one makes the most sense because of the the content and how quick and, and short it is. You know, it yeah, makes it's the most sense. It's very, it's very um, like TikTok. I would say like it's very easy to go. It's the, probably the easiest platform. At least it what I don't know. It's it's always it's a, for me, my personal. I mean, you'll t- you can talk to another creator and they'll say something completely different. But for me, I feel like the algorithm is always changing. Like I'll have a really good week where I'm I'm doing really really well. You know, oh I'm really glad these videos are doing well. And the next week I'm like I think the videos are gonna do well. And I'm like oh, like never mind. Like it's like a splash of cold water. It's like oh huh. maybe it's 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 really weird. But like normally I would say for the most part it's very it is very easy to to go viral on there if you if you play. I guess if you play your cards right. I guess I don't know if you make if you just make really. I mean I think people think about it too much. If you just make. G- good videos and and people can can relate to it or some way or like be entertained by it some way i think it's just it's just at least for tiktok like for their algorithm or whatever like it's that's the easiest platform to go viral for sure mm-hmm. like in, at least in my experience like that's yeah. what i take from it so when did that first happen like you started making the videos in the summer of 2020 and when did it go from like just normal view viewage view views to like strange upticks. Like where you're like, whoa, why did I just get like ten thousand views? Well, I mean it was I don't know. Everyone thinks that it was just like I had one viral video and then like everything ever was like but it's like no, I had Yeah. So that like I said, the the day I was bored, I, I literally was I set it up 
and I played, and I think the caption was because like obviously no one gave me a request yet, right? So I like I, said, I started off just doing the one man band re- request covers, right? That's all I did. It was just me just goofing off, and I, I think it was like when your band members can't come to rehearsal, like it was just like a random like, yeah, when this happens, right? So I I played I played like a little song on there, right? So then people were like, uh, oh do do this song. So then I was like, oh I sh-. I think so. The first song I did was uh, Do I Want to Know by the Arctic Monkeys. I mm-hmm. remember that because mm-hmm. it's just it's just like like a simple drum beat with like at the time I was like I didn't know like like I I was I didn't want to go so hard cuz like at the time I was just like I'm just messing around you know like yeah. you know and like it's such an easy guitar part at least like for me it was like yeah. I, I'm you know I was I I still think I'm a beginner guitar player honestly <laughs> like I I don't know but like especially at that time I was like oh like I can I can play this and I can I can realize I could do it with the drums so I started there and then someone said hey do the home depot beat or deep, yeah, the Home Depot, right? That's how you say it? Home Depot? Home yeah. Depot, yeah. Home Depot, the Home Depot song. I don't know why it sounded so weird to me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I responded to that and like I dressed up as a dad and yeah. stuff like that. And I and I would just mess around. I started doing that. And then, but like, so the the Do I Want to Know Arctic Monkeys video, that got like 600K views. Oh so my yeah, no, and I remember, and I was, yeah, no, absolutely. And I was, I saw that and I was like hooked. I was like, oh my gosh, like that was, that's crazy. Like, so of course, when I did the other one, I was like, I, I want to like try this again, see like how far I can go. I was just messing around, like just I was curious, right? So when was the Arctic Monkey one? That was the June of 2020. The, okay, the, the where I, the day where I was just I was bored and I just said I'm just gonna make a video just for fun. So right? the first one, the first one man band video I I did got 600 thousand views. <laughs> but but I mean people like I said though people think that it was just from there. You know, and it was yeah. just just everything was 600 no, beyond. I mean, no no the next I think the next video I only got like like. 15k, you know, like 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 compared to the 600k, right. that's if such it was, a drastic difference. If the difference. first one was 15k, it's still a lot. Like, oh, of, my no, first and video I, got 15k. Of course, and I was still like, oh wow, like 15,000. But like, of of like compared to the 600k, it's like that. Was, it's such. It was like yeah. such a difference, right? Yeah. So yeah, for like a f- months and months, I I was doing. I started doing requests, and it was just such a slow build. I mean, that entire summer going into the fall, right? I uh, I was just doing. I was doing a bunch of different songs and just just taking requests i was just doing yeah. it for fun right and then wait so real quick did the 600k video get you more fo- like a lot of followers yeah yeah I, I and you know and i can't i wish i could remember like the exact number i'm i think it was maybe i i i honestly i honestly don't know i think it was probably close to 10k if, if not if it was 10k i'm not right. sure yeah. but um yeah so then i yeah it was it was up and down sometimes i'd have a a, a, vi- a video that would do pretty well and then another video would you know i got nothing on it whatever and then uh my first like the first like viral viral video i remember like it was it was two back-to-back videos i did smells like teen spirit by nirvana Mm -hmm. and then i did rage against the machines uh killing in the name of Mm -hmm. right so what i did was and like i said i was just goofing i was just bored it's just me just messing around i i took i had my I, i had a hat and i duct taped a stick to the brim of the hat, as you've <laughs> yeah. seen. I still use it in these yeah. videos to this day. Where'd you get that idea? I don't know. It's I just, so funny. I just did it. I don't know. <laughs> I, like clever. I said, I just was like, well, because I, I was like, because I think someone said, you know, or someone commented, do killing in the name of by Rage Against Machine. I was like, well, how am I going to do that? Because like, I, I, my, my hands are occupied, so I can't hit the crash, right? Or I can't, I can't yeah. do that. My, my feet are doing all the work. Yeah. So I think I just was like, what if I just taped us like a, 
I don't know. I was just, I was like, I didn't limit myself. I was just like, I don't know. I'll just duct tape a stick to my house. See, see what I could do. And then the cowbells. I don't know if you've yeah, yeah, you've oh, heard yeah. the song where the, before the yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I so that's what I that's what I did. So. I, I did that, and both of those videos got like over a million views. And then that from there, oh, I was wow. hooked. Charlie Puth commented on one of the videos, like it, it went. Vi- I don't know who Charlie Puth is. Charlie Puth is a, he's like a pop musician. Like oh, a, okay. he's like a like super like mainstream pop okay. guy. Yeah, he you've heard his. Uh, you know, when I see you again, it's from that Fast and Furious movie. The when I see you again, maybe, maybe I'm so far maybe, removed from <laughs> pop culture music yeah. it's like no it's okay it's okay and yeah. i and i haven't even i haven't seen the fast and furious movies but i know that i remember he blew up from making okay maybe i think he blew up i don't know but like <laughs> i don't know I, I don't know too much about him honestly yeah. but yeah. like he, he's a pop singer he was he's he's a celebrity but um yeah he commented on there and like a bunch of i know like it was it was just cool seeing that right so i was from there i was i was just hooked and i I, and then I remember, I definitely remember after that, I, I reached like 100K on TikTok. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. And then for the longest time, I kept doing one-man band videos and just kept doing it and doing it. And it, the numbers were doing well, but I did that for like the, from that, from when I got 100K going was into- Was it like the fall of 20? Yeah, when I, when those, when those videos happened or when they, when they dropped and all that happened, that was like fall of my freshman year of college. Okay. So- yeah, I went through the entire my entire freshman year of college just only doing one man band covers. Like that's all I did, and then going into the summer, kind of the same thing. I was just only how many a week you think? I wasn't. I mean, I was consistent. I never like. I never. I was never like. Oh, I'm gonna do two twice a right. week. It was just more like, do I like? I want to do this. Like when I. But at least a couple a week, probably. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And okay. um, yeah, and but eventually I. I kind of grew bored of doing it constantly. I felt kind of, after a while, I was like, I feel, because I was doing, I did like Crazy Train by, like all these classic, classic mm-hmm. songs, like boomer rock music, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I I was doing like, I did I did like Green Day songs, like all like a bunch of other Nirvana songs, you know, like all this this stuff. And just eventually after a while, I was like, I kind of want to do more with this. Like I felt, I, did, I felt stagnant for a little bit because like I was still growing, but I was like, I want to do something else. Like I, yeah. I kind of, you know, and I, I felt limited until, I don't know. And like I said, you, you, and I do agree with you because even from the beginning, I do think there was always like a level of comedy to it, you know, yeah. like even just they're, the covers, they're, right? They're funny. Like the way you do it, like the one where the hat, your hat flies off. I forgot which one. that. Yeah, one How do you keep the hat on? It's it's a really solid hat, man. I was like, he's got to put like tape underneath I, there or something. No, I mean, I'm n- normally when I pull, well, because like I have to have I have to like really. This is not the hat I use, obviously, yeah. but like I have to like like my my head is like it's it's on my head like yeah it's, tight yeah it's tight because the one where it flew off I was cracking up yeah well like <laughs> yeah well because like I, I would start it would be like an in, a little mini intro in the videos yeah. right like I'll oh, do. Do Holiday by Green Day. Now I'd show like the, my drum setup. That'd show me playing the guitar, hitting the cymbal. Like it's it already starts kind of goofy, and then like the shock value is that I'm playing it as a one man band, right? But yeah, I don't know. I felt I felt stagnant. So then I I just started. I just like what if I just tried like doing like maybe adding like skits to it. I don't know. I was just like, what if I tried like like maybe reacting like stitching a video. I don't know if it's if you know what stitching is, mm-hmm. where you just like take a little part of the yeah. So like. I don't know. I, I remember there was another video I did where there was this, gr- this girl that said, "Men, you need to make more noise in bed, right?" So mm. I put my whole contraption on my bed, and then I played <laughs> "Careless Whisper." I know. Do you? So do you just use the mic from your phone camera? Yeah, we tried. Um, like, cause I have like I have Logic too, and like I have all those recording softwares, and I'm very I'm like like 
I'm still like in the process of like learning it, you know, but yeah. like, yeah, like I, I tried doing like that type of deal, but I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. I think it's, I, yeah, I still do. Sometimes I'll still do the, um, when I'm doing like a one man band video or like when I'm still, even when I do record myself doing all that, it's just my phone camera, my oh, okay. phone camera mic. So got it. Yeah. You know? Got it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to hear how it sounds with like mics on everything. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've used it. Not as a one-man band, but, like, when I do skits, so I will make, like, my own, like, I make the music for the skits, too. Yeah. So, like, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of me, like, uh, it's not, I'm still a one-man band, but I'm not playing everything at once. It's just, like, oh, like, I'm on guitar, there's me mm-hmm. on the drum. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, there's, like, three me's, right? Yeah. So, like, that is all through, that's all pre-production, like, through Logic. Like, I, I, I do my best to mix it and all that stuff. Like, I, I have used it before, I just haven't used it. I've tried it as a one man when I when I do use it as a one or I, yeah you know, when I try to use it I have tried to use it when I had the one man band set up yeah but I don't know I just I don't know, I felt like it just didn't work or it just it just didn't sound natural to me or so, I don't know I just didn't like the way it sounded for some reason maybe mm-hmm. I can try it again but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know but I, st- I do use like definitely for the skits and like even for like my YouTube videos like I will all the all the music is like like I recorded with like 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 DI with my guitar, like mm-hmm. I have a little drum module that I will, yeah. like I use to record like my entire kit. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I do, I do use like recording, but just. I always wonder that with bigger channels that use cell phones, but they don't use like a lot of high end microphones yet. They do really well. And I wonder, do you think that because it's so fast paced, people just don't have a high standard for fidelity for audio? That's Given good, the circumstances, that's a good question. I always wonder that because like it's just a cell phone. In most TikTok, most Instagram, like when it's fast paced stuff. Yeah, because I mean, you'll you'll see even videos of like like just like normal drummers on TikTok, right? Like they and they'll do a drum cover, and it's you can definitely hear that it's not. They don't have. There's no. You can't see any mics, but it's just their phone. Their phone mic with the the song, and it, it'll get millions and millions of views and likes and all this stuff. T- what I think it is, my theory. At least for my situation, I think it's the fact that uh, it's kind of like the it's like the relate factor to it almost. I I feel because it's oh, like okay. it's like oh it's like this is just some kid in his basement yeah. just messing around like yeah. he just turned on the camera you and can like relate to it yeah yeah it's just kind of like it, it it because it's not high end I think that's kind of what yeah. makes people draw relatable to it. everyday I, stuff yeah it's just kind of like oh wow like he did this so simply like he didn't hook mm-hmm. a bunch of you mm-hmm. know cords up and 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 got his computer and like you had to you know in post production so line up the video. This is why I don't have a lot of views. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. No, I do I, the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to turn down the the production value, man. No, I, I don't think. So. I I think with your with your situation, I think it's different. But it's I, very different. Yeah, yeah, I think. But I think for like, yeah, like people doing, like even there's this one guy who did like. uh he was doing guitar covers and he's doing it to like like Kendrick Lamar and like Baby Keem songs and uh, and he's like it's like it's rap music and he's putting like a like a heavy metal guitar on it and it's no it's it's literally just it's his phone it's him the it's a it's the music playing from a speaker loud as hell and it's just him like adding his own little licks to it and every time he does it it's he gets so much engagement like huh. it's it's crazy so like I said I think it's just the fact I don't and I, and I don't even think the people who watch it they know. Like, like it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they don't they don't know that, but I think it's because like it's more relatable. It's just like oh yeah, like he just he just it's just took, human. Everyone out, everyone else could do. It. They could take a phone exactly. And do the they same just, thing. Yeah, they brought out their phone and just hit play yeah. or hit record, and then 
that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's my theory. I don't know if that's true, but that's kind of what I I take from it. I could know? I could definitely see that because I've yeah. always wondered. I'm like, I'm using this nice 4K camera. I got yeah tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. I'm super educated on this. I do this for a living. I know everything about it. And I'm like, the the bands that come into town, like everything about mm-hmm. it is good. Changing lights, of course. artwork yeah. everywhere. It's so it's custom. It's a vibe. It's yeah. a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and it I'm looks like, good on the eyes. It's not just like a random like like studio. Like it's like, a you know, you have the art. Like yeah. You just said the artwork and everything. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, huh. I it's It is a very different type of thing though. And it's funny because people don't have a lot of high quality devices to hear back the the true quality of the audio here. Like if you listen back to the recordings here on your phone, you're like, you probably notice you're looking at it, like it does sound better than normal, but it, you don't notice it until you listen to it like on monitors. Yeah, and then you feel like the full range sound system of like the bass and the kick and the toms, and when you hit a floor tom, it's like instead of like a thin paper sound, exactly. like you would on a cell phone. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. Like I and I even. Like I said, that's actually because I was like, oh, I should try. Like maybe I should up the production. Like maybe I should. Yeah. Excuse me. I like try to try to record with with like a with with mics and you know maybe di the guitar or like something and just like I don't know and like maybe it's because I started just with like super like just, yeah. just my phone I'm pressing record that's it because like I don't know too much about like mm-hmm. like I'm like I said I'm kind of in the process of learning like you know audio production and all that so. I don't know, maybe just listening to it, maybe I did a terrible job at, you know, putting it together, but like, I don't, I just, I would look back and I'm just like, I don't know, it's just something about it I just didn't like, and I, there is a video where it is, it is like that, and then, I don't know, it just, it didn't get as much It worked, whatever you're doing, it works, so I, yeah, I guess I wouldn't know. change it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I am, I, I like the idea of always, like, level upping your, yeah. your production, like, I, I think that's incredibly important, but, yeah, I think maybe... Yeah, may, like at least in my situation, like yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, I think it is like that's when I did maybe I theorized where I was like, okay, maybe it's because I don't have like like a really high production audio sound, you know, like you can't, you know, I mean, you can't play that on the radio, you know, it's like yeah. it's just from the phone. I think it's just because it's just so so DIY. You yeah. know? anybody could do it, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's relatable. Uh, yeah, it's like a relate. It's a relati- rel- yeah. relatability factor. Yep. What what drives me crazy, and I think TikTok did this, is it's turned every video to like the the horizontal, um, from the horizontal view to a vertical view. It's a big thing, and it I didn't realize how big it was until I was like, that's all I see when I'm filming in a wide ace back ratio, sixteen nine four K on this nice camera, which is literally the opposite of that. So when I zoom in and condense it, it still looks good because it's 4K camera, but it's like you miss you all, miss out on all the little all stuff. All the stuff, and it's like it only really it works well for certain things. But then it's like we've gotten used to how low the quality gets when you zoom in like that. It gets so distorted and, and grainy, and there's a lot of uh, just digital noise in a camera when you do that. And I I personally hate that when it when a video goes from a, a vertical to zoomed in horizontal when you make them vertical like when you do it it's, you don't get that effect but it's made it to where like every awesome nice wide shot you do now does that and it like completely changes the video and almost takes away from all the effort of capturing that nice wide angle yeah, yeah. i i think uh yeah, I think that's a big like it's a like I said, I, well social media is just psychology. It really is. Like it's yes, just it it's just like can this will the person like you got to think almost in the in the in the shoes of of whoever's watching it, right? They're watching it from a selfish 
like standpoint. Like 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 you gotta kind of figure out like what will make them stay, right? And for some reason, and I and I and I'm, I'm bored with you about this because I'm a big horizontal guy too. You like, like film? I love yeah. I so love it's I like love the opposite movies. Of yeah, film. I'm, I'm, yeah. No, literally, I'm the I'm the exact same way. Where I'm like I'm like gosh, I love watching like like if I watch like a normal YouTube video, I'm just like this looks this is just so nice. Like I can just see a bunch of stuff. You know, yeah, vertical. You're a little limited, but like or but I I think I've. I've noticed this with a lot of YouTubers too, who are kind of promoting their their content onto TikTok and Instagram. They will, um, like, kind of what you were saying with they will take the horizontal video and then they will like zoom in. Uh, like, kind of, it, it doesn't fully fit the the entire screen, but it there's just something about it that kind of makes it, I guess, a little cleaner in terms of like being on TikTok instead of just having it like horizontal and then like the top of it's like black. Like, it's just like you know what I mean. Like, you can see it. You see the whole video on the vertical, but it's just like. I don't know. It's just like, it just does, for some reason, people just don't like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's very rare where a video like that on, will go viral on TikTok or Instagram, yeah. at least from my perspective. It's such a bizarre thing. I, I could like tell the you. word thing? What was It's just thing? like words underneath the person speaking a language and it's just, there's like, there's just text underneath it. I see it all the time on TikTok. Someone will be talking about like, did you know the world was this tall or this big and mountains are this tall and it's like underneath it's, it's actual subtitles of them saying that. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, like closed captioning. Yeah, but like why? Like we can just hear what you're saying. Why? Why? That's a really common thing to put actual subtitles underneath what people are saying. Yeah, my... Even though it's the same language. Yeah, and I... It's I like actually, a different language. Yeah, and I used to do that too, actually. <laughs> what, what's that about? I'm just curious. Like, and like, you know. I, like I said, this is this is my theory. So this is what I think it is. <laughs> you have a lot I, of theories. Yeah, these are my theories. Well, like I said, like I'm, I'm, I'm constantly... like. Like, yeah, I do this, and this is, like, my main... Like, I do this for a living, of course, but it's, like, I am... Even I am, like, I I am still constantly being, like... Like, next week, I, what I've said today could be, like, oh, that was all bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Like, because yeah. I... It, like, it's just... I'm constantly evolving, right? Yeah. So, um... Uh... I... Th- what I think it is, is that... I think when people are like in public, this is what I think too. Because like this is my from my experience. Because like I will watch a video. Like say if I'm in public, right? You're in, say you're in a waiting room, you know, in the doctor's office, right? You can't blast your phone, right? Or you can't. Or Some people a, do. Yeah. Well, uh, but like <laughs> if you if you were considerate with other people, you would ideally have your volume very low or just off, right? And you're scrolling through. I think the captions help, and I think it also helps. Uh, mm. People who have like hearing problems. Okay, too. so kind of just it it hits every bird with one stone. Like you 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 cross yeah. off every box with that. One. That's what I th- that's what I think okay. it is. At least that's like that's my motive when I put on. I don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know why. I just kind of wait. Oh man, because people it, with their phones in public when they're just blasting it. Yeah, like a waiting room, a restaurant. You're waiting in line. Don't get me started. Like yep. why? Why do you realize that other people are around? And they have to listen to you at a restaurant. <laughs> At a restaurant. Some people are just not self-aware, dude. Like, <laughs> it's just, unfortunately, I wish it, I wish it was like, yeah, I. Like, I, what is going on there? And it's, it's, oh, you always know who it's going to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. And I try, I try not to, to judge, but I'm like, yep. And then they, they'll pull out their phone and then they're blasting. I, I, uh, yeah, I was in the doctor's office like, like two weeks ago and I was waiting, uh, a family member of mine was, was do, going through a procedure and I had to drive him home. But yeah, I was, I was sitting there and I'm, I was tired. I was, I was, I, I was sick myself just waiting, you know, and I'm so tired. <laughs> this dude's just next to me, just blasting. Like it's always a dude that's at least 45 or older. Yep. Always. Yep. Yeah. It, and was, it might be because they didn't grow up with it. Don't realize like that's not 
how this works. I guess. I, I don't mean, know. Like, or maybe they think like I'm older. Who cares? Like I do whatever I want. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's very annoying. Yeah. And it's very real. It's it's a lack of <laughs> it's a lack of self awareness. I think it's just kind of like, oh, what's this? And then they're just they're so drawn to it that they forget to turn it down. I don't. I I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. I feel I like that, that could be its own TikTok channel of people filming people doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. It's like a prank channel, and it's messing with, with people who bless. Or like the prank itself is just black. I mean, people, people already do that. Have you seen like like uh, I don't know if you know who the like the Nelk boys are or like uh, Balin Levine. They're like these. I prank- don't know anything about anything. They're like <laughs> they're like yeah. So they're like they're like prank vlog channels type. You know, okay. like like the main narrative is the vlog, but they're always like. You know, like, oh, like, <laughs> it, dude, it's so ridiculous, but it's like, like, they'll bring a big laptop, you know, into, uh, or like one, this is really fun. I thought this was hysterical. They, they brought out like a big flat screen TV into like a library and started playing Call of Duty oh in there. And, but like, and they have the headset on and they're like screaming into the mic as yeah. if like, like they're at, and they're it's at real. Home. They're really, it's doing real. It. They're really doing it. They get and in trouble, they, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. But it's just, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, but I don't like know. you can't really get in trouble. They just probably get told to leave. Yeah, no, like they they get told like, to leave, but arrested. like, yeah, no, it's definitely not. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I'm I don't I don't make content like that. Like that's not what I do. But like I watch that. I'm like I can't. Like if I was working at a library, I'd just be like, all right, like it's funny, but like you know, it's yeah, yeah like obviously you can't do this, and you know you can't do this, but like I don't know. I don't know. That's their that's their world, but like it's like stuff like that where they're they, it's like the prank is is like they're just they're not supposed to be this loud or it's like yeah. it's the shock value, you yeah. know? Or like they'll blast <laughs> one of them like they brought in a laptop and then like they the their like character they're playing, I guess, in the prank will have like headphones on and they think like no one else can hear them and then they're blasting like porn. You know, <laughs> like audio of porn, like yeah. blasting it, and everyone's like, like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. like what oh, you know, and then someone will like tap them like, hey man, you're that's blasting. And they're like, you could hear that, you know, and like they okay. start, they, they like make a purpose. scene. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like that. I think it's, like I said, it's just a shock value. I, I have done, and actually one of my more recent videos, I, I, uh, I did like, I yelled, I didn't scream, I just like, I kind of, I was loud in a, in a Menards once. Yeah. And I got like a, a reaction of people just like, what, what is this guy doing? <laughs> you know, it was part of like the narrative though, but like I, it's dangerous know. to give people between like 12 and 20 a phone and, <laughs> The ability to put this stuff because this is stuff my friends and I did without phones. Yes. Like this remind like what you were saying reminds me of the stuff we used to do without any technology. And we just did it for fun, obnoxious stuff, you know, like goofy stuff. We'd go to Walmart because, you know, who likes Walmart? No one. So we'd go to Walmart and like we would go around my friend Charlie. He was underage, so he'd be like, I can't get in trouble. I could steal I'm underage, right? And he would just like we would just stack a bunch of stuff on him. Just stack stuff. And he would just walk out. Just, wow. to, just to be like, it turns out the more you do stuff that looks so obvious, the less people don't think you're actually doing it. Right. No one actually thinks you're stealing all that. That, that, that would be too um, too much. Like, why would someone do that? Right. And he would just walk out. It would be nonsense. Paper towels. Like, nothing worth <laughs> value. You pay like $15 worth of stuff. You can't even get arrested for it. They'd just tell you, like, you can't come back here. So, but we like, it was <laughs> stuff like that. You would just watch people do that and like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> but now... It's all documented. Go viral on video. And I don't know if it's a good thing because you don't know the ramifications of documenting, like how it might. Now there's certain jobs and companies that are checking out your social media before they hire you. Yes. And they see they don't want that type of character, like judgment of character. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, it's tricky. Yeah, it is definitely tricky. And I that's I tend to stay away. Like, like I was interviewing random people. And like when I do ask out of pocket, like when I ask my friend, like, you know, how many, how many, 
how many bitches do you pull, man? Like I, it was like that's just like because he's my friend. But like everyone else, I was just like, oh, do your best impression of a snare drum. Like it's more because like because <laughs> like, like it's like it's like it's like it's like goofy questions. But like I, I'm kind of the same way. Like the, there's like a bunch of pranksters who will like. Oh, we're in Walmart, and then I'm I'm gonna moan in people's ear. You know, like they will go up to people. You know, people, somebody will be like, you know, like going through the aisles or whatever, and they will go up like right behind, like right in their ear and moan. Yeah, and I'm like, it's funny, you know, because I'm watching it and I wasn't there, sure, but I'm like, dude, you're gonna do that to the wrong person. Yeah. like people are nuts. You're gonna do the like, wrong guy who has a concealed carries and a pistol, yeah. whip, pistol whip. And or like, <laughs> I don't know. You just never know. I don't know. I'm kind of. I don't know. You never know. Like. I always think like, what if like you don't know what they're going through? No, man. you don't. You know, and it's like, what if it's just just that's gonna break them? You yeah. know, it's just that that kids these days, and he just punches you, or yeah, you know, you know and just they break, you yeah, know, they, they snap, and it's just it like, happens people, all the time. That's what I mean, and I just I don't know, people people are crazy. Some people are just nuts, or like you know, they're going through something, and then just what if it's just this one kid who moans in their ear, and then they turn around, they're trying to get your reaction for views, and then mm-hmm. they look at the camera, they realize they're the the butt of the joke. I'm more of the, a fan of the pranks where it's like, like I just said, with like, like the person who's doing it is the joke. Yeah, like it's not like like the, at the expense of other people, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's like me who's like, I'm the dumb one. Like, I'm I'm the goofy one, and everyone. Right. I'm just. It's more like your reaction. Like, I guess moaning is the same thing, but it's like I wouldn't. I would never. Personally, me, like, I just I would not go up to somebody and yeah. just like moan in their ear. You're like, trying I just, to keep it more innocuous, just kind of like harmless. Well, yeah, and like, I, I'm like that's as far as I'll go with like like what I just said with my video with where. The part of the, it, the, it's a whole skit, right? But the narrative of the video is that I'm in Menards and like there's a, I'm in the Christmas aisle and the tree is talking to me. And I edited it like like my eyes and the mouth are on the tree. Yeah. And like it's talking to me. So I go like, you can't tell me anything to the tree. And that's all I did, you know? But even after I did that, I was like, oh my God, okay, I got to get out of here. I was like, because I felt like I was like. Just people looking at you. Yeah, like people are looking at me and I'm just like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to like, like, I don't know. Did he, does anybody ever recognize you out there in the world? Uh, I've been recognized a few times. Like I, um, I'm trying to, well, when I was at this, the drum convention, like, yeah, like a lot of people will come up because it's like, that's like, it's one of my niches, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. like drummers, drummers will, will, uh, will. Like, right. Come up to if me, if like, I oh, go to a local show, it's, yeah. Right. There'll be a, like, if I go to a show, any, any show or event that's music related in the city, yeah, people will come to me. Is it, I get it. It's like. That makes sense, but if I go to a place that's not my niche, probably not. Yeah. But if I go to a, sh- a venue, yeah, I'll probably know somebody, or they'll know me, or I'll know them. Yeah, know? exactly. But that makes sense. Yeah, it's very rare that I like. I don't know. I've been. I've. I have been in like 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 grocery stores or something like somewhere random. Yeah. And I will be like, oh, you're Aaron Paulson, aren't you? And I'm like, for me, I'm like, whoa, like that's wild. <laughs> yeah. like, I kind of expect that when I was at Pasic, you know, but like I. I don't know. I was like, if no one comes it, up to it's me, it's certainly cool, weird but. when you don't know or someone like someone ever shouted out across from no, distance. That's no a weird that. one. No, I, I, I've you, gotten, you got that. Oh yeah, oh. I've got some funny stuff. It's great. It's, <laughs> I was I was hiking once and someone just yelled DZ <laughs> like on a hike. I was like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean that it would, happens. Yeah, it's, I mean it's definitely cause it's also like flattering and 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 humbling. You're of like, course, like wow, oh, of course. this is it's great. It means something to people. This is really great. Yeah, it's definitely not. I can't imagine what it's like to be like a celebrity, like a re, like where like a Tom Cruise, where like everybody knows you, right. or an Arnold Schwarzenegger, or mm. Brad Pitt. Like these people who like one one in 
every other person in this country would recognize you, you know? Absolutely. That's gotta be exhausting. Yeah, and but I... But see, as though, they get that with money, though. And that's the difference. Like, you know, my friends will joke around with me or people my family, like, oh, you're a celebrity. And it's like, yeah, except I don't have the money that comes along with the notoriety, which is not fair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Those people get to yeah. use their money with their fame. But to have a known name without the millions is a very strange concept that it's not that common. I think people don't realize like to have a really popular name or brand or face or whatever, but not be like a millionaire. It's a very, you know, it's not a very common thing. I agree. I think it's a very, I I think a lot, like the average person doesn't realize like that, but that can, that is absolutely a thing. Like there's a bunch of celebrities who are like, like their net worth is so much, but like, like they're like currently like they're like they're, broke or whatever yeah. you know like i think that's i think that's crazy like I, yeah. I used to blow my mind it's just like i always thought it was like a, a like a it was always tied like the more you were known the more money you would get like yeah. it was always connected but then you start to realize like oh yeah that's not how it is that's at not all. how yeah. it is at all yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 weird it's a it's kind of a it's a weird situation i don't think a lot of people really understand like like the average person like doesn't think that at least i don't think like when i i don't know when i was younger at least and i was like i always just thought that yeah so, i don't know but yeah, that's funny. Does it get, does it get weird, like when people talk to you or when you meet people and you don't know them, they know you? Because uh, you're so young. I mean, I didn't I didn't experience that at your age. You know. Yeah. No, I'm. I all my interactions have been very lovely. Like I, I know because like every person that like comes up to me, at least like at the convention, was like. Like, a lot of people would, like, tell me, like, oh, we love your videos, but then they'll tell me a story of, like, yo, I was going through a rough time, and, like, watching your videos just kind of inspired me, or, like, mm. you inspire, like, uh, I don't know, or even, like, the, D- like, I'll get DMs of people, like, saying, like, like, I had a kid who uh, messaged me saying, like, and like I said, I don't know, I'm going to assume that it was true, right, but, because um, I don't know who's, like, messing with you online or whatever, but, like, I, I did get this kid in on the dm saying that i saved him from suicide and oh, wow yeah uh, and the story was is that he he's I, he's still a college i actually i i follow him back we're actually mutuals now but uh he was a college he he still is a college student but he was in track and field um like a disc thrower i think or it was called i don't want to i don't i know he's in track and field but he was telling me about how he um he was during one season he had mono so he was comp- uh, competing like really like terribly like he wasn't doing well and like he just he he was going through a really rough time and uh he was he he's he was about to kill himself told me he was about to and he was on tiktok and he saw my videos and he, and he said like and like i said this is a kid who was just in track and field you know like i didn't do sports i mean i played like soccer when i was six but like i never i wasn't a sports kid growing up right so i didn't think anybody in sports would be into your stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I just didn't think that, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, he said, like, for some reason, just, like, seeing you do all that, all the instruments and, like, just kind of being like that just somehow inspired me to, like, just keep going, just just, just oh, be around. So, yeah, reading that, I was just kind of, like, like, it was a wake, it was like a wake-up call. I was like, this is more than me. Like, I was yeah. kind of like, I was like, this is... But it, does it give you this overwhelming sense of responsibility, though? It could be a heavy weight to be like, this is more than me. Yeah, yeah, but I don't focus on that. Like I think, okay. I think, I, I think the stress that I, the stress that comes with it is worth it for me. Yeah. It's like it's like if I can make somebody because it's like if that person messaged me, like God knows, like 
maybe I, I helped another kid or like, you know, like that's my thing. Like, I think that's why I like making people laugh. Cause it's just like laughter is such a, is such like a, a, a com, like a, I'm trying to find the words for it, but like, it is such a, that type of energy, just being around your friends and just, you say something or they say something funny yeah. or just you know, a collective laughter. I feel like is just such an underrated experience, you know, it's healing. It's, it's healing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the best medicine, right? People so love, it's why people love comedy. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, that's why movies, I love stand up music, anything that makes course. you laugh. A fr- a fr- my favorite people are my friends that make me laugh the most. Of course. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, I, th- I think regardless, like whatever challenges that may come or that I have gone through, it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm making like, like that's worth more to me than the money, than the numbers. If I can make one person Mm -hmm. just, you know, just to go, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stick around another day. Let's just see how it goes. Right. That's, that's like enough for me to go. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that's definitely when I read that, I was like, I was moved. I was like, yeah. Like I said, I don't know. You know, you never know who's just kind of goof, you know, goofing with, with you, but like assuming he was telling the truth. I, and I think he was, but like, yeah, he was, he was very genuine and I, I still, I will still like reach out and just like, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you, you know, cause he's, he's still, he competes all the time. He's like an, he's an incredible athlete. He's mm-hmm. just, he's huge, but yeah, he's, he's, he seems like a cool dude from my interaction with him through direct message, but it's just stuff like that. You know, it's just, it's good to focus on the positive messages. Cause you also get negative ones, you know? Absolutely. Oh yeah. No, I, I've, I've seen it all at this point, but most of it's positive and it's overwhelming when people just say the nicest things to you. They thank you for what you do. It's really great. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's nice to know, like okay, this matters and it's good. It is a yeah, it is bigger than me. And then you get some passive aggressive stuff or nasty stuff. I'm sure you get way more. But unfortunately, <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, and I was like this in the beginning, and I'm sure you can relate. But uh, you know, and I think this is just like human nature in general. But I think that you know we get so many we get so many nice compliments, but then we get the one the negative, one. and everyone focuses on that. You yeah, know, but, I'm yeah. I'm sure you've gotten hate comments before, and yeah, you yeah. Know. I mean, I I did. I'm not sure if you've done this with your YouTube channel, but I turned off like any sense of it notifying me that someone left a comment because if it's if it's positive, then it might get into my ego. And if it's negative, then it might destroy my ego. <laughs> mm. And I don't want one extreme of either. Yeah, I so have I just don't no- look at them. Yeah, I have all notifications off. All, on all yeah, my I would say on. I was like, please tell me you have them off. You yeah. have to. I have all mine off. Yeah. Every single one off. Um, yeah, it's the only way to get through because you you can get a lot of messages and um, not too many negative ones, but uh, more some strange ones um, when you work in the arts. And you do a lot of community relations and you work with a lot of people. And more or less, it was freaky at my old house because everyone knew about it. I mean, tens and tens and tens of thousands of people have been there, mm-hmm. which is very rare for someone's home. Like almost uh, unheard of. I'm in like the 001% of the world to have this problem. So everyone knows where I live. You type in the DZ on Google and my house, my old house would pop up. So like everyone knew where it was. Um, people went there all the time. So it started to become, I think, normal to people to think they could just like – talk to me or go there or like bother me and i'd get i'd definitely have received some strange strange messages like weird voice messages weird this or that my number is also my cell number that's like on google and like on instagram it's like my cell number because it's mm. my business so like of course so like then you get some weird phone calls and weird text messages and weird this and it's like luckily i'm like a capable adult man who doesn't look too like i can be intimidated too easily that helps 
Like I don't fear for my life, but I'm I'm like this isn't fair because like a young girl couldn't do this. She'd be terrified all the time. Right. It's like how do young women in our position or even more popular handle it? Who don't have enough money to have like security or a manager, but like are in this place where they have notoriety and they're 110 pounds, five foot three. Like, what do they do? Like, I'd be afraid if I was that person. Yeah, you got to be. I mean, definitely scary. be careful. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. completely scary. Yeah, and we're, and we're we're guys, like, so it's not nearly as scary. Imagine if guys were reaching out to you and you're just like a young girl. It's like, uh, of course. Oh, oh, yeah, and yeah, no, like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, thankfully for Instagram, you can choose like, like mm-hmm. if you can accept the message or not. Yeah. So if you get something stupid or like weird or just kind of like don't know how to respond to that, like you can just kind of you just ignore <laughs> that last it, right? one. The ones where you don't know how to respond when it's I, like it. Did <sighs> you what? Did you ever use punctuation before? Like those? Or it's that, or it's just, or it's just like what? It's ambiguous. You, yeah. Right? Or it's just kind of like what do you? I don't know what this person wants me. Like what? What did you have in mind for me? To, like how did you want me to respond to this? You do know? you have in your head the craziest message you've ever received or the weirdest one? Can you think of it? You don't just say anything about it, but like if you can just recall it. I've just gotten people who are just like. I don't know. I mean, I've gotten people who are just, I don't know. They think I'm a lot. Of, I, I've gotten a lot of messages like, you know, like I'm, they'll say very nice. It's, it's flattering. Like, you know, I'm attractive, whatever, but like it's, some of it's like Aaron, a little, you're so attractive. It's no, I wish, I wish that was the <laughs> the worst thing I've gotten, but like, yeah, it's just kind of more like real, like sexual weird shit. Oh really? Oh yeah. You think that's the same person that started your fan page? Now, <laughs> for those just listening and not looking, you should have seen his eyes when I said that. He has a fan page. I do. And you know, and I when I like, said that, you looked at you saw a ghost. You're just like, bro, a no. eureka moment. Like, oh my God, I have a stalker. No, and swear to, right hand to God, man, I don't know who that is. Like, like, because, <laughs> okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Because I've had my buddies, right, at home, you know, yeah, and they're yeah. my buddies, right? Yeah, and yeah. and it's, and I I don't take none of that personal, right? But like, They'll they'll make like they have made like goofy like ironic fan pages of me right because like to them I'm just their friend like they've known me before I've done yeah, this right yeah yeah so they're just goofing on me right and I I don't care about you that. need those guys of course oh yeah no of course <laughs> I I'm glad I have I I'm glad I have my friends like that right but like so when I first saw that page I was like do is this a, is this my friend and I would I actually thought it was my uh, one of the guys in Interstellar. I was I asked yeah. cuz like they've they've made we've made jokes about it before or whatever and I asked uh I was like cuz uh Andy sent it to me and I was like look man is this is this you you can tell me like I'm not going to get mad just just is it you and he goes no man I swear it's not me so I was like okay so then yeah so event I so far as far as I know this is someone I have no idea who it is <laughs> They're awesome though. They, yeah. If for those who are listening, please check. It's just my Aaron Paulson fan page, but it's it's on Instagram. On Instagram, on Instagram, yeah. And it's just, yeah. But they make. I mean, they should be a creator for their own content. Like they, it's hysterical what they do. I'm like the amount of effort you're putting in for me, which is very flattering, and I'm very, you know, I, I thank you so much for that. But it's like, it's like, man, you are so creative to begin. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. You know, you're you're. There was one where like I don't know they did. I, don't, I, I, 
they would just do like edits where I don't know, like I, one of them was like a talk, like a '60s talk show, and it was like like a love, like a love talk show. And those classic ones, and it was like contestant number one, contestant number three, or whatever. And like one, each one of the contestants were like one of my characters from like a sketch I've done. And it was just, it was just like I genuinely laughed out loud. Like I thought it was hysterical. And I'm like, this person needs to like make their own video. Yeah. Like honestly, like I'm, I'm flattered, of course, but I'm like they, sh- they would crush it if they were making their own yeah. content. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 awesome. So if it, if it's not a friend that I know or someone I know personally, like yeah, they're that's they're cool. They're super cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> I I can't imagine the type of messages like people get that are you know, like just really famous, like attractive women. Like oh my goodness. But what are what are you? <laughs> but what are your what are, you? If you could share, like what are what is your like weirdest thing you've got? Bizarre um, voice memos, like voice messages, mm-hmm. like like. Talk to me as if they know me, know me. Oh, like it's like a friend. And I'm like, yeah. I don't, I've never met them before in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm like, I don't like, that's the one like, do I respond? How do you respond to this? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like the thing is, not, I don't want to sound rude. I want to respond to everyone. And then 99.99% of the time, I do respond to everything, even if it's a little strange. But then there was like five messages ever in my life that I just could not respond to because it was so bizarre. I didn't know. As like if I respond, am I feeding into like this person seems like not all like their faculties are in order? But if I don't respond, am I like upsetting them? I don't like I don't know. I and I don't want to be nice. Like I I always respond. It's not it's not like an overwhelming amount of messages where I can't respond. Especially because it's people trying to like book like it's usually people trying to get some work done. Like, of course, yeah. Be productive, which is great. Or it's sometimes it's just a nice message, like, hey, love what you do, or like thanks for what you do for the music community. Which yeah. is great. Yeah. But then there's like the once in a while weird um, voice message or a, a voice text message or I'm put into like a group text. Like someone got my number and they put me in weird group texts. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, I don't... Unfortunately, I've had, to, I've had to like block a lot of numbers and a lot of... A lot of numbers. Sometimes um, that's it's like not cool. I don't want to do that. It's the only thing you can do too. You know, it's like it sucks, but it's sometimes it's like, are they when they're when they're just like talking, you know, when they're just like saying like nonsense sometimes too. It's just like, yeah, what I can mean, you do? You know, it's it's, it's, it it's sucks. Put in perspective, mental health. That's for sure because it's very clear. Like that's usually what it is. It's an extreme case of uh, a manic depressive situation. You can just tell. Like this is not at all how people talk to each other. Of course. So that's it. Just makes me feel so like bad. I'm like, man. Okay, this is very real. And then again, in the circle I was in, it was a massive, massive world of bands and artists. And I used to have comedy nights, artists selling artwork, bands performing all the time, all year round, people everywhere, a big friend group, massive shows. Each show to everyone was like a party. To me, it was like a work event. And so everyone knew me, but I didn't know them. And then you start to get people who want to like be a part of it, which is really flattering, but it's like, there was this joke, and it drives me crazy, and I hate it so much, but it was something that everyone would say, and they'd say just to get on my skin, but they'd always call it a cult, like the DZ cult. Okay, okay. And it's a very thing that people would say, and people I didn't even know would say it, and that's how I know it's a thing people would say. It drives me crazy, because I'm like, I just work with people, and I want people to be creative and be themselves. Like, I promote being yourself. I believe that the word normal is just people doing everything they can to not be themselves. I don't believe anything is normal. I don't mm-hmm. think I think it's a hypothetical word. Yeah, agreed. Um there's averages, sure, you can average out a height or a weight, 
Um, but as far as who a human being is and their personalities, no such thing as normal. Mm-hmm. It's just people trying that much harder to resist the force of them being who they are. So that's pretty much, that's as deep as my uh, air quotes cult philosophy goes, right? But people get weird because it was just so many people loved hanging out there and helping out and it was a big community. So you get people who'd want to like be a part of that, but they went around it in the weirdest and most bizarre ways, you know, trying to just like just bother you all the time and and want to do stuff and like kind of like a lot of my closest friends were my closest friends and kind of like earned this world we were in because they were around for the whole thing. They helped out all 10 years. They were really, really, really a part of my life. The ones that would humble me, like your friends, like keeping you grounded, right? Right. But some people would want to just like bypass that whole experience and just be like slide right in there. It's like, no, that's not how this works. Yeah. And it would get weird. And again, luckily I'm me, but yeah, not, there's some really rough, not so good experiences. A lot of I had to block a lot of accounts and block a lot of numbers, and but most of it, I'd say, um, was just mental health problems. Like there was no one who was just like chilling in a air quotes normal mental health state mm-hmm. and like were nice and stuff. It was always something very obvious and suspicious. And also to their credit, a lot of people have actually reached out and apologized, which has been nice. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. yeah, but then there's still like a, a handful of situations where I was like. It's like, yeah, like like I said, what can you do? You know, it's like, other than like, man, I hope you get help. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I hope, I, I still wish the best for you, but like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, well, it's, yours is a different situation because most of the people never met you. They don't know you at all. It's it's through the screen. It's through, So it's like, yeah, it's different. These people who'd reach out, I actually knew them. They met me and they've been to my house. I've shook their hand. Like, and I think that's why they got the idea like, oh, I, I know Ben, like I could do this and that. It's like, no, it's like, it's not how this works. It takes time to really know somebody. You got to like be, hang out with them and like be friends and then you can like do these things. And yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre, but it's it's definitely not the worst thing. There are far worse things to, to experience in life. And Is the DZ cult still around? <laughs> that's a genuine question. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know. Wondering. It's not a cult. <laughs> Maybe maybe you might have like an underground like cult man. That's Listen, crazy. Where Listen, can I find only that? Only nine people have tattoos of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you that's that of you that you know of that, know that you of. know of. Wow, that was a good one. Is, hey, I so I just gotta ask: you. Is the cult? <laughs> <laughs> is the cult? Yeah, it drove me crazy. I hate when people say. It. I'm like, it doesn't help that people have tattoos of it. <laughs> that there's a documentary coming out about. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, the support it's support. I have a beard. This isn't going well. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was just I think a tight old friend group. We were just friends for so long. We all grew up together and it was such a big friend group, a place to hang out. Everyone in high school hung out at my house. Everyone in college hung out there. The 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 cool f- like creative fort I built. Everyone loved to go to because I had like a bonfire and I kind of like was like let's just do whatever you want. Be creative, be yourself. So it's very attractive to people who feel like outcasts, they feel ostracized from their home. Maybe they don't have a good home. A lot of people from broken homes tend to want to hang out there. It's kind of like a safe haven, you know. Mm-hmm. So from the outside world, if you're not in the in the in the know of what's going on, it could seem like what's this weird thing? Why are you guys being all weird? And like, and then you say you say the joke like, "Oh, it must be a cult," and then it sticks. People bring it up because like, how do you how do you get everyone to do this? Like, it's not hard to get your friends to help you if 
you've all been super tight friends and you've all been helping each other forever. Right. Like you're missing the whole optics of it. It's not like I just found Aaron with a Karen, do this for me, and you go, yes, sir. Like, that's not... Right, no, exactly. Like, imagine if we were friends for 10 years, and I was there when people in your family died, and I helped you, and I helped you build something at your house, and you helped... It's like exactly. a, trades of good and services amongst best friends that go under the radar, and just because it wasn't documented on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok doesn't mean these things didn't happen. This is how it's always been going on forever, yeah. you know? That's how we've always built communities, by the way. Right. It's always been like that. Yeah, and it's also the fact that I think a lot of people, like I said, people don't no, like, like, of course, I think it's because it wasn't documented. Like, it's like a shield that people just can't yeah. get past. Because people will like even say to me, like, they'll go like, like, do you like? I'll, I'll get messages, and then, like, it's they're not bad messages. And like, normally, I don't, I don't know how to respond most of the time. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I've never really accepted these messages. Like, they don't know that I've seen these messages. But like, people will say, you know, can we be friends? And sometimes I'm like, okay, are you a child asking me this, <laughs> or like? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's can like... We, can we be friends? Yeah, like you're, yeah, you're asking me this through... It's like, you. this is a... You, like, do you know this is an unnatural way? Like, like I don't know. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like all my friends are just... We were... I I started hanging out with you. Like, like I never just yeah. went, all right, you, like, Ben, you and I are friends now. <laughs> okay? We're going to do this. This is how it works. Like, we're going to... It's like a... It's like a... Like a we're going we're gonna to go get a... Supposition thing. Yeah, we're going to yeah. get some food. And then afterwards, it's like an itinerary of our existence. Like, yeah, that's it's not like, how okay, this works. Yeah, this is this is our time. This is our time on Wednesday. We're gonna have a podcast, and then <laughs> we're gonna go to a movie, and then that's it. It's like you know what I mean. It's just like you almost sounded a little bit like Obama for a second there. Oh gosh, really? I don't know. I I <laughs> I didn't even recognize that. <laughs> oh Ben. We're gonna do a podcast. See, I see? don't know. You're, you're, yeah, you're, I feel like not. I'm trying. It's not gonna sound as well. I I didn't realize that I. I you was had the like, cadence. <laughs> you had like the direct like, and then we realized it was a wedding, and not ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> God, God damn it! Dark, dark. Yeah, that was amazing. That that was great. <laughs> and I was like, Michelle, let's go back to Hyde Park, Chicago, and have a foundation that we can do something productive with. Dude, I don't know if you've seen, and this is, I don't know how we, oh, I, I do know how we got here, but there's a, uh, have you seen Michelle Obama's back? What? Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, right? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a, there's a, there's like a picture, when, when, when they were, in, when, when, uh, when the Obamas I were in office. I was not expecting that question. No, hear me out. <laughs> there's a, there's, it's actually trending. I saw this, right? Michelle Obama, <laughs> right? She's, it's a picture of her. She's walking into the, like a white, or somewhere. I don't know where she's walking into, but. She has like a like a dress where you can like see her like the top part of her back, and she like she's been she doesn't skip back day, man. I mean, she's oh, just she's jacked. She's jacked. Okay, oh my gosh. I'm so glad. No, yeah, no, no, that could have went a, so a, many no, crazy no, no. places. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course not. No, no. <laughs> but like, oh my god, like she's jacked. You. She's been working out. Yeah, and I was just it was crazy. I was just like, it, she looks great. <laughs> I don't know. I just I was fascinated. I have it. not seen and Michelle Obama's back. It, it was like trending. Like people were like like Michelle Michelle is telling Barack what to do. <laughs> like <laughs> all right, I have old man questions for you. Please. What's the difference between viral and trending, and what numbers represent those things? Trending is like um, trending. I don't know. Viral to me is like because if you say like this is a trending like a trending video versus a viral video to me is like trending is where. A lot of people are doing this. It's like a, it's a collective thing, right? Like anybody can do this, I guess. I don't know. But like, okay, I a see trending it. video can be like, it's, like a on TikTok, is there's viral. a lot of trending things on TikTok where people will repeat the same stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, but like not everybody who does the trend will have their videos go viral. Got it. 
But like, vi like I don't know. Yeah, if you if you just get like a normal video that gets a bunch of views and it's not really connected to anything, or if it's like it's not part of a trend, it's just a viral video. But how I many guess. views are a viral video? By the way, do you hear that that trumpet behind you? I do. I was going to ask about That's that. That's my neighbor playing trumpet. Sounds great. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Got, we have a an unwritten rule. Like, he plays trumpet loud, and I record bands loud. And okay. That's just, I like that. That's how we go. I like that. That's that's how it should be. <laughs> Get him in for a DZ, DZ I keep session. it. I, I told his mom, like, if he ever wants to come in, you know. Do it. Yeah. I know. That's I want awesome. Yeah. That's, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like the... the, the uh, I feel like viral, to me, is very subjective. Like... Cause like a lot of people will, like, I, I think a lot of people, like, I still think like a hundred people is a lot of people. Like if you, if you put a hundred people in this room, it's, it's like a lot of people or like a hundred people are surrounding your house. It's a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So I think people, especially. That's creepy. You'd never want a hundred people surrounding your house. <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical. There's only course. like two or three cases that happens. Like the FBI is coming down on you <laughs> yeah or, or they, like something bad like some racist clan wait that has a name uh right, it's like yeah. <laughs> yep or like the military like why else is a hundred people surrounding your house? i guess okay let's 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 say in terms of bands and like if you performed in front of a hundred people I, just, I, I, get, I get what you it was said. funny yeah, you was said funny. or a hundred people surrounding your house like That's the word what I surrounding think. is like <laughs> why are they surrounding my house yeah, I don't know. That was a bad. Uh, it was a bad analogy. Oopsie. Uh, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Say okay. So say if you performed in front of a hundred people, yeah. like, I don't know. I I just think people, like, don't. I think the human brain, at least mine, like I I forget sometimes where I'm like, what? Like even I don't know. Like fifty people, is like it's just a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah. Like with, with with you there and then like I don't know. Of course, a million people is a million people, but it's like I think even like. A thousand people playing in front of a thousand people—that's that's crazy. Like that's a—I think that's a that's a underrated, or not—it's not really talked about. I never hear a lot of people going like, like wow, like like a thousand views. Like oh, that's doesn't that doesn't sound very like, like three thousand subscribers, right? Like like some people go oh well, like you know you you were you were saying like oh like I've been doing this for for over ten years and like you know I have three thousand people I'm like but three thousand people is three thousand people dude yeah like, that's a lot of I don't know like when I hear like th like thousand you know or a hundred it's like you're, I don't know it's just it's it's still it's still kind of like like mind boggles me a little yeah. bit you know I don't mm -hmm. know I don't know <laughs> I don't know so, I got on that, that I always rant. think of something around like a million. I don't know why. That, oh yeah, that so, number always think. I always think viral when I hear at least a million. Yeah, for me it's it's a million. I would say yeah. my if if mine if my video goes over a million views, I'll go okay. But you have a bunch that are over a million, right? Yeah, I yeah. Uh, my videos will range from normally like a hundred like hundred k to like a million. If uh, a million, I'll be like okay, it's viral. Like it's pretty viral. But like even if it's like pushing a million, like eight hundred k, nine hundred k, I'd be like okay, yeah, it's viral. You and know? you have a couple that are over a million. Yeah, I think my most. Actually, I don't know which one. Yeah, I I did. So w when I was just doing one man band covers, my highest I think it is my highest viewed video. It's uh, it has twenty million and it's Final Countdown by Europe. Twenty million? Yeah, it's like nineteen point eight or something million. Yeah, I know that's not as much as like a hundred people around your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then twenty million people around your house. That's twenty million. Little, How does yeah. it feel to know that twenty million times someone watched one video? You oh, you think you think it was just one person just yeah continuously yeah and just kept no refreshing. twenty million different individuals watched you in one video. It's, it's trippy, eh? Yeah, it's it's, it's a chill, trippy. but like at the same time, like we, how we were talking about before, like 
like how fast I've grown. Like I, I just don't. I'm like that. It's cool, of course. Like I, it's not like I, I push it to the side. Like I don't, I don't downplay it. But it's at the same time, I'm like cool. I, I want to keep growing. Now. Yeah, next like that's thing. that's next it's thing. always yeah. like I'm always just like cool, it. like cool. That's an awesome thing. But it's like at the same time, and it's also it's also funny because it's always the videos I think are not gonna do shit. Yeah, that go crazy. Like I did a video. Do you know the Weezer meme? I know the band Weezer. I don't. Know oh, the you know. The, okay, so you know the band Weezer. So there's like a this is like a trend, I guess. But it's like people will. And it's, I think it's so funny and like, I don't know, I, I will send it to like, like my, my brother is around your age and like I've shown it to him and like he won't get it. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't, I don't know get a is. lot of memes. It's, it's okay. But like, I'll exp- this one is, is, is like easy to understand because it's just like, for example, like it'll be a guy, it'll, like a guy will go, it'll be like a filter on TikTok, right? And it'll say hundred greatest albums, right? And you click on it, and then it's like a like a generator. Like it'll, yeah. it'll go through a bunch of albums. I've seen the videos until, of you in until your it, head, yeah, yeah, and until it 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 stops on one, right? right? So there's a one there's one video, and this is what inspired my my Weezer video. It's this kid who's like, he's like, okay, whatever album it lands on, I'm gonna play a song from this album. So that's how you get hooked in, right? You're like, oh, okay, like this kid's no like he's he, he knows every single hundred greatest album song, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it lands on like, I I think it lands on like Fleetwood Mac or something, and he plays. He just starts playing Weezer, and yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just because it's just so goofy. I don't know. I, maybe I, for me, I just think because that just one made so, me laugh a lot when you did that. Yeah. So I did something. It, it's called the Get Weezered meme. Like you just got Weezered. It's kind of like you lost the game, or oh like like you got you got like it's kind of like like aha gotcha. Like you got pranked, or it's it's like Rick Roll. It's like a Rick Roll. Yeah. It's exactly like a Rick Roll. So I did. So I did the same thing, and it took me most of those videos I do with the one man band. It's not the first take, you know. No, of I, course I, not. Yeah, I, I, I'm in. I'm down. I would be working at that for like hours just to get like a piece of content that's under sixty seconds, right? Yeah. But yeah, I did that probably in one take. I just I was just goofing off. I, I, it was like I remember for some reason I it, was it, it Marvin Gaye. I mine was Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I, I, that's I, went, who it was. I went Stevie Wonder. All right, and then I, I I did the sweater song. Yeah, and it got like sixteen million views on TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, I work so hard on all these other videos, and like sometimes I'm like, this this is gonna go crazy, and like yeah, it'll do good, but like maybe it's like not as much as I thought it would, and, you know. Like I've kind of learned to detach myself from that type of stuff. Now I'm just like cool. Like what what went well with it? What didn't went well? How can we move on? How can I learn from this? But like I don't know. I just find it so funny where it's like it's it's like a backwards law where it's like. Like the less you try, it's like the more you gain. It's so weird. It's, it's so, so bizarre. Weird. And yeah. the thing is that bothers so many adults who like work their like really hard at stuff and they don't get much recognition. And then someone, you know, you're maybe 19 years old at the time mm-hmm. and you get videos that make millions of views, like millions <laughs> of views. And it'll bother the heck out of people. Yeah. But it's like it's not it's apples and oranges. Absolutely. Like, th- like that's why like I say it just because I love numbers, but like what I do and what you do couldn't be more different. It's not at all the same thing. Like, it's yeah, it's apples and oranges. That's why it's like, but I've been doing this um, for for twelve years and full time with no other jobs um, for seven years and mm-hmm. making my own world out of it. Uh, I mean, I teach, but like, I can I consider them both like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, aside from those two days a week, I, I just do this stuff, and I I answer to no one about it, and. So, like, the views and all that, it's not always the re- best representation of someone's value and what they do in life. Absolutely not, yeah. That's why when people do get upset about that, it's like, just do your thing. Like, that's that's Aaron's thing. Do yours. Like, it's cool to hear this. Like, it's inspiring. I don't know anybody who has this type of situation you have, but, like, 
it doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me mad. It doesn't make me jealous. It makes me like, oh, that's awesome. Like I now know something I didn't know and I can now like learn from this because it's very important in the music and art world. Like Mm -hmm. people don't have to make videos like you, but you can use these places as a tool to get what you do out there. Absolutely. And I, I, like I said, I, like I said before, like I, I view this whole, the whole content thing as like, like. Like I, I think I always want to make content of some sort, but I've, of course, I always want to keep evolving. I do want to branch out. I want to do so many things. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people will base their value off views or followers, and it's just like, you know. And I, I'm, if I say this, I'm sure I'll get a few people going, "Well, easy for you to say, right?" But I mean, like, even, <laughs> but like, I do remember though. Like, I do remember where I. I mean, of course, like when I was, uh, you know, when I say younger, as in two years ago, but like, <laughs> it's and I am it. still, I'm still a baby. It's one tenth I know. your life, right? I know, I'm still, I'm, and I, and I, I know, I'm still a baby to a lot of people, but like, even when I was like, like I said before, when I had the first viral or like the first like you know video that got six hundred thousand views, and then it it was like the next one was fifteen k, then maybe the next one was like only three thousand, you know, like it it was a it was a roller coaster, right? Yeah, yeah. And it still it still is, but like even when I was just going at it, going at it. It was just like, I always tried my best to just be like, look, I am doing this for me. I'm, you know, I'm trying, you know, I, I'm just doing this cause I, I'm having fun. I don't want to base, I don't want to base this off of like, like I think I wanted to do it, do it just for love, you know, just because I love making little movies. I love yeah. playing music and I'm, and I'm combined. I love being funny. So I, I'm combining all of those factors together, you know? Yeah. So that was always kind of the the thing. You know, now it's more like I just want to inspire people to do their own thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't know. I think... I, it like sounds I said, like you're doing all those things. Like, that's what I get out of it when I see that. Yeah, I and I, I hope so. I only hope to just inspire more people. I mean, that's it's kind of always... Ever since, you know, when people go like... You know, you inspired me to pick up the drumsticks. You inspired me to start learning guitar. You inspired me to start making my own videos. It's like that's the best thing to hear because it's just like yeah. that. That that is like that's how you that's how you become immortal. You know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, like that's how you lead. You make people start their own path to greatness. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that is just that is so important. You know, and I think I think we're all inspired by somebody and or something like always and I think mm-hmm. people don't really realize that but like I don't know I'm inspired by I try to get inspired just by everything you know I was inspired when I was in here doing the live sessions I was like this is a vibe you know like I like I, I love what you do with 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 how you're working with bands and when you were telling us about how you're you know you, we were talking about like you know Lollapalooza and like how they handle some of the you know that these really big festivals are not really looking out for the local businesses and stuff like that and you yeah. were saying like you want to change that you and yeah. and, the, and what you want to do with the streaming services like that is inspiring <clears throat> we all all four of us left and we were like we were like that is cool that he's doing that we we had that conversation like on the way home mm-hmm. you know so like you're inspiring people you know and like i think that's at least to me i don't know how and I'll, i can ask you like what is your biggest you know, I guess take away from what you do, but like for me, it's just it's always been inspiring people. It's always mm-hmm. been want you know if I can make somebody you know live another day or to you know try something new or to start an, another path to greatness. It's just like that's that's everything to me. That really is. That's above money. That's above mm-hmm. the followers. That's that's above any. If I can make one person start something new, you know that's that's important. That yeah. is incredibly important to me, at least. But I, I'll ask you, what is what what is your biggest thing? What is your takeaway? 
I mean, I know I rambled on. Sorry. No, but. no. You you said a lot. Of, well said and well spoken. Um, it is a lot of things, but it's very similar to what you just mentioned, and it's something that I've I've always felt. It's I've always felt this inherent um, like need and want to express myself and have others have that feeling of what it feels like to express themselves, regardless of judgment. Or, or money or fame or the way you look or how big you are. And also <clears throat> to have fun and be happy, to laugh. I also am a big – that's why I like comedy so much. Mm-hmm. I try to make people laugh. when The whole time when a band comes in, everything up until we're rolling and filming and then when we're done, I try to always crack jokes and make and have fun and make <laughs> laughter. Like the whole time. I like having fun. I like meeting people. I like watching um, people, their eyes light up and enjoy to see something work out with the music and to laugh and have fun with it. But the biggest thing is to meet with someone and have their life now be a different path than where it once was, just based on what they got from performing music, recording it with me, hanging out, a podcast, a session, a show, a festival. Um, I put on a fest at my high school I went to at Argo High School called DZ Winterfest, and a lot of those kids get inspired to do other things. I've had friends say, and or acquaintances say, like, I want to start a festival. I want to do this and that. I went to Columbia College a couple of weeks ago to guest speak in their class. And one of the students wants to go back to California and start a, a music fest there because he was inspired by DZ Fest. So it's like... That's amazing, though. Yeah, like, it's, right? You it's, know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, it's those kind of things. Things that I can't put value on. There's no money associated with it. It's just... Kind of, even if you can be a vessel, if I can be a vessel to allow people to feel comfortable to just be themselves, because they realize, like, clearly I am, because I am. I don't know any other way to live. I, I, I've I, spoke about it before, but at, at a young age, I had a very serious problem where I could have died from it, and I needed a serious surgery on my, on my head, on my mm-hmm. brain. So from a young age after that, it was at nine months old, so I don't remember it, but my whole life growing up, it was constantly reiterated and spoken about, like, how I'm this miracle baby and how, like, it made me realize, like, oh, it's all random. I could just die at any moment. You can you can believe in a god or, or not, but it doesn't really matter what you believe. Like, it is all, like, it could just end. So you might all as well just, like, us. live because yeah. you never know. So I do that. And ever since I can remember, I've always just, like, lived in the moment, lived every day, planned ahead, but still lived every moment I can and do what I love and really not listen to anybody. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah, absolutely. It, which is, it's a beautiful thing, but it definitely has, it hurts sometimes because it's great to be like a free-spirited and free thinker, but it can definitely hurt you sometimes because if not enough people are thinking that way, then you can almost feel isolated and alienated often, <sighs> which I, I definitely feel that often. Like, I just can't relate to people. You, you it was just pretty stuck a in me, man. <laughs> That, I yeah I I cannot relate more to that man. I, That's I, funny saying that. Absolutely, I can't relate to, you, but I can't relate more to that. No, what you just said there. <laughs> but like, isn't that funny I, to I say I that? Felt, yeah, exactly. I felt <laughs> I I felt I felt that in my soul when you said that, dude. Yeah, it, it, it's hard sometimes. And I I had a really rough um, like high school and early college. I like had this need where I wanted people to have fun, and I saw if I had one ability or one gift, it's the ability to see through the, the the many different dimensions of the molecules that create up this universe and see, like, the problems that are happening and try to find a way, a solution to it. Um, obstacles are opportunities, and every problem has a solution. And if I, I saw a friend that came from a broken home, I was that much more 
to want to invite them over and be like, just stay the night, make the bed for them, give them a guitar to play, um, show them music, share playlists with them, like anything to bring people together to like lift them up and get them out of a situation. Because I had such a good foundation of family. No money, but great, great family and a great space, the space that everyone thought was a cult. Uh, <laughs> and with that logic, that's why the 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 family and the friends grew so big because I was always like having people stay the night and hang out and, and always provided a place for them to be themselves because so many people came from bad situations. But the more I did that <clears throat> and the more I'd have people over, the more I like couldn't relate to what everyone was doing. People in the, at, at those ages, at your age, they wanted a party. They wanted a drink. They wanted to try to get with girls or date. Um, they wanted to spend money on frivolous things. They wanted to do all these things that I didn't want to do at all. So I would have massive gatherings, massive parties, bonfire, dance party, 100 people at my at the DZ in the backyard. I had a big platform in a tree that went up 50 feet up that I built. People would be up there. Wow. People would be walking to the gas station, get snacks. There's people everywhere. And I'd be in, in the house by myself <clears throat> playing guitar or making cookies for everyone. <laughs> like, like alone, like massive parties, bigger parties than most people would ever throw at that age consistently. I'd set it all up, invite everybody over, provide the wood, build the bonfire, pro- clean up the place. It, it would take up the whole yard. It would be an acre of land. The cabin, the DZ itself has five rooms in it, people all over it, people dancing on one room, the music room, a fireplace room I built that had uh, a brick fireplace. We'd have fires in there. And I'd be in like the house, like hiding away because I was like, I wanted everyone in there. And once they got there, they ended up doing the stuff I didn't want to do. So I'd go hide. <laughs> and it's like strangely weird. It's like sad, but it's, I was like doing it to myself. And then they'd leave and I'd clean up everything. I was sober. So I wasn't partaking in anything. So I was always clear headed. I'd clean up. The next day, it's like it never happened. And I would just like do that all the time. And then I'd have the fest or show and I'd put on, and I almost use those as an excuse to hide. Because while you're putting on a fest, no one can bother you because you know, I'm too busy running around making sure it happens. So everyone gets to have this thing they enjoy and I get to like hide in plain sight. Yeah. And I just was never able to relate. I, the things I wanted to talk to, I couldn't find the right people with that. The things I wanted to do, they weren't always quite there. And it's weird. That kind of fueled all these things for me to keep doing it, trying to like find a way to connect people. And I realized I could do that through providing all these different outlets and like finding the problems with this world and society, looking for solutions, bringing people together, not overcharging people for, for work, not taking advantage of people who don't know the price, the pricing of recording, um, finding crafty ways to layer the work to where it's like, I can get a bunch of stuff done and it's not overworking me. I don't know. I can't explain it because I when you don't know what work is and then it meets your personal life, it's where I lived, it's also where my friends hung out, it's where I lived, it all just blurred into one big thing, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. that is very that's amazing how how you handled like like bringing people together like that. Like I think that's really that's really interesting you did it in person, you know, mm-hmm. having, you know, throwing your own little, I mean, obviously what, look what's Wait, become that, today. And know? that's why it was a, easy to put the fest on at first because those were before the fest, these massive parties yeah. and gatherings. Yeah. So by the time I got to 2012, my neighbors knew me really well. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My neighbors knew me really well. The city knew me. My grandpa built the house. I was, we're there forever. I was very privy 
to having a lot of people at my house. I knew how to handle that trust. That freaks people out. Makes me laugh now. <laughs> it's like eh, when you have you know five thousand people over. Yeah, man. You can kind of handle anything. Of so course. when people are like, oh, I'm having, I'm having a get together. Like twelve people are coming over for dinner. I'm like, right? You're like, you're like, it's, let me, let me do it. Let me well, do it. it's the, it's you know, it's the age old saying: the hardest thing, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So like, if twelve people is the most that's ever been to your house, you're probably freaking out about it. But it's me. I was like, dude, I could do that in my sleep. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, by the time I got to 2012, in trying to have seven bands play and build a stage and have a couple hundred people over, it was like, yeah, this is just like a big party. I've done big parties. And it became very easy for me to learn how to handle it, clean up, clean up the streets, the neighborhood, like make it to where I wasn't upsetting anyone. So that foundation of always having people over and building a community of friends and people I can trust led to where this could happen. Like this couldn't have happened anywhere else because it took what lasted for 10 years from 2012 to 2022 took about uh, 10 years before that to get to the first year okay. alone of building trust, of knowing I can handle this or do that. Okay, so do you remember your your very first, like, gathering then? Like, could you remember the year? Because you well, said so, 10 years before 2012, so, so it's my, 2002. Right. So my family always had people over. My parents, we used to have a lot of missionaries stay at my house from around the world. So I would always meet missionaries from, like, Africa and Australia and South America. Wow, okay. And my family's very big, so cousins were always over. If someone needed a place to stay, my parents let them in. My parents had this very open-door policy. It was a place we always hung out. We had the biggest yard. We played football in the winter, basketball in the summer, golf, baseball. Like, we just did stuff all the time. I built tree houses left and right. I probably built 15 tree houses throughout my life. I was always building stuff. I wanted to be a carpenter when I was a kid. And that's how I was able to build the stages and tents and everything. That's awesome. Um, so I was used to having people over all the time. So it was very normal. So it was a very slow progression of having people over, having people want to get bigger and bigger. My friend, my parents would trust me because they knew like I can handle it. And I was always like guided into learning how to be able to handle people over. We had the family reunions at my house every year, which is like a hundred people. Uh, Christmas Eve parties, birthday parties, Christmas party. My family's massive, so people around. And learning how to deal with people around was very normal to me and entertaining them. Like when I was a kid, when we'd have big Christmas parties or family parties, I would put on a, a comedy sketch show in my basement. When I would always to get all my cousins together, nice. I'd, I'd try to make them laugh and perform and do goofy stuff like a slapstick stuff, like a like a Chevy Chase, Jim Carrey type of thing. And then when I was really little, we did this thing called Dan Shack Music Club, and I would be like the DJ at like six years old, and I would record music on the cassettes and play them. The two different uh, cassette players had a microphone and a karaoke thing with disco lights, and we'd, we'd have like our cousins over, and we'd have like a dance club, and I was like a little kid doing that in the 90s. And um, So having people around and figuring out how to like entertain is like a, just a part of me. It's like in my DNA to like handle that and to like see everything you need to do from when I would have um, intimate evenings, which were the shows we'd have every month, roughly between 40 to like 150 people. It would it would vary, but about that. So four bands would play. We'd set up the whole studio with the actual PA system from the fest, the actual monitor. So it was a real venue where my live sound engineer, who is my roommate now, we had the X32 mixer, and mm -hmm. we would have individual mixed monitors for each musician. Um the mains for the crowd, it sounded amazing. It was like a real venue in my basement. It was awesome. And we filmed the whole thing. We have audio. From, I have everything captured from all that. And I would um, do the, I would run the numbers of where I saw all the drinks getting spilled over the years. So I'd, I would hide towels in 
places around because I knew drinks were gonna get spilled. Wow, that's that's another level of yeah. Like, and like I would planning. hide and I would find plastic. I'd plastic crates, and I'd get wet towels. You don't want to put a wet towel on wood or carpet; it'll seep into the fabric. But on plastic, it won't. It's not porous. So I'd you want a wet towel because beer. You want to soak up. You also want to get it a little wet to mm-hmm. get some of that beer out of the carpet. Yeah. So I'd have wet towels, dry towels, hidden garbage cans, stuff everywhere, extra batteries hidden, like. The whole thing was mapped out, all hidden. So someone would spill, and all of a sudden I'd pull a towel like, out of nowhere. <laughs> Wait, but I'd be like, where'd that come from? Like, dude, you don't want to have to try to get through a crowd when beer's being stomped on into... These are the same rugs, by the way. Wow. And, yeah. Well, you did a great job yeah. at... Yeah, I was going like, to say. They've been never trampled been... on hundreds of times. That's and, like, crazy. The the fast where to hi- I'd hide hammers and nails and duct tape and and ear protection and gloves, like all the place, ladders here, tarps there. You just get so good at like managing how to make the whole system work flawlessly without anybody noticing, you know, and you just keep doing it and doing it. And now, and that's when I realized like, oh, I could put on like a really big music festival. Like I can move this to the city. Like I already have the connections to the porta potties and, and this person and that person, that sponsor and the sound team and this and the film and the whole infrastructure, you know, after doing it for so long, but it's like all self-taught through doing it DIY in my backyard. That, over 10 years and, and it grew so much and all that stemming from of you feeling like you looking out for the people who don't feel yes. being at home you know what i mean yes. and it's 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 manifested into something like this you know like that's that's crazy you yeah. know like have do you ever you ever i mean you just of course you just kind of reflected but i mean do you ever just kind of really take that in that it's yeah. it's turned into something it, it's weird when it's, this? thank you it, it's weird when it's a long term thing like what you've experienced is is huge but it's like two years exactly so like fast and i i don't really, really fast and if, yeah of course and i'm, I'm 20 and right i'm, I'm a, you'll, I'm a you'll, child you'll need to my age to even be able to properly reflect exactly not enough time has happened yeah like you can probably ref- properly reflect on what it's like to be eight yeah of course yeah but when you were 10 you couldn't right of you course know? of course like so, I, I don't even think i can really reflect on when i was like 16 you right know? it takes like, a lot of time ago. to juxtapose it you need to have different sections of your life to be like oh my god like i can chunk my eight and 16 and 20 i could think 16 is like first got my job at subway it was awful made six bucks an hour my boss was awful and i drove to my 1990 oldsmobile to work and you know i installed the cd player and i could see the burnt cds in the case on the on the side of the buck on the bench seat i could see it all now and i had a stash of sunny d and oreos in my trunk it was the first time ever I was able to buy brand name stuff. Awesome. You know, and it's like I could see all of that, but like I, I wouldn't understand what that meant at 20. It took until now to be like, especially making my own money now to see like, I would never even buy Sunny D and Oreos now. Like that's yeah. what I thought like real money would buy you back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I like to reflect like a little bit, but like I said, I, I do agree with you. Like not, a, not as much as time has passed in, in my situation. Like I used to work at Six Flags. Like that was my first job. Nice. Oh, you live up by Gurney. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm like the, I've been to like the lake, the uh, like the Lake County area. Yeah. So, um, yeah, f- uh, the Six Flags was like 15 minutes from my old house. Yeah. And uh, that was my first job, and I and I also made like seven, eight bucks an yeah. hour. But What'd I you worked, do there. I was a ride operator. I didn't. I didn't want to do the food or the. You did the ride stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, my, Welcome to the Iron Wolf. Yes. Oh, was, the Iron Wolf still there? No. Uh, it yeah, they got rid of it. But I, re- I remember it being like when I worked there, it was gone. But I okay. I love the Iron Wolf. So one of the guys, it was always some goofy guy like you in high school, <laughs> just like, all right, everybody, 
Get ready for the shockwave. It's going to rattle you. And it really, the shockwave probably caused CTE. I don't know if you oh remember. My gosh. Do you remember the shockwave? You might be too young. I, I don't remember the sh- I, I heard of it, but I don't think. I, I definitely haven't it was bad. wrote it. Yeah. It was one of those. You're so, like, oh, the whole yeah. time. Like, your head's hitting oh, stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was terrible. No, I, I worked uh, uh, the American Eagle. That one's bad too. So that one hurts. It does, and it's incredibly you old. The man, American Eagle. I God, like I've been on that so many times. And I, yeah, and I, 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 well, I love the ride itself because it's just it has history. It's like it, it was been there since like, the park is open. Yeah, since like, the seventies. Right? Like yeah, but the the like they need to like redo it, man. How it's, is that safe? How is that legal? Don't ask me, man. They just told me to hit the buttons and just. You know, I love how you're little, 16 years old and responsible for like all these people going. It is. Ride. It is kind of interesting. It makes no that, sense that to they're, me. Yeah, like this highly like, it, like I don't know. And they put. I've been in, like situations where I was like, like like I said, looking back on, it, I'm like, God, I was 16. Like I'm surprised they like let me like be in charge because like like say like the lead was gone because I was I was never like in a higher up position. I was just like. I was just like the 16 year old kid who would work there, right? So like, me and the other 16 year olds were just like it was just us in there. And there's been a times where like the the ride will come back like smoking because it's just old. It's like an it's an it's a dinosaur, yeah. you know. So like it it's always bound to break. I've been believe. electrocuted on it. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, I can't believe they still legally can like have that operate. Look, it seems so dangerous. I, <laughs> it's just look, wood that's been there for 50 years. I I don't know. I I <laughs> wish I could tell you. Like I I thought the same thing. It's a legend. Like you, it's it's a. Um, I just think of the big black spider during Fright Fest on the wood, you know, when you yeah. drive past on 94, 294. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I went to Fright Fest so much as a kid. It was so much fun. Oh I would, God. see, I'm not a big, I, I like, so I'm not like a big scary, like, I don't like haunted houses. Like, I've never liked that. I've gone to Fright Fest, but like, and I'll go with like friends and, I, and I'll go and I'll be like, yeah, like, let's go. No problem. But like, I'm like trying not to like like poop my pants when I'm I'm out there cuz like I'm I'm not like walking through and like people come up behind you and like, like yeah they scream and like cuz like I I get I don't know I get like I don't know. startled fast yeah like I don't, I don't know I'm 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 naturally like a like a jittery kid you know so like you want to go to funny fest you want to be laughing all the time yeah no I would yeah of course <laughs> that'd, that'd be a fun f- idea everyone there's funny people fest. walking to make you laugh funny fest yeah <laughs> yeah and it's a bunch of just like 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 low key comedians like like on the come up like, that'd be cool but a cool. bunch of you and your peers yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's me, me, and, me, and the fellas trying uh, to trying to get somewhere. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, that yeah, but like I don't know, I'm not. Yeah, Six Flags was fun, but like I don't like I said, looking back, it's like, wow, like I just I I can't believe like I like was responsible for like yeah. a, the lives of people who are yeah, on the crazy. on the American Eagle. You know, it's like that right. Should, I'm gonna tell you right now, American Eagle, you should not exist. <laughs> I, don't I know. think you should. I think they should, it should still be around, but like the newer coasters have like like they're pretty. I, I like to say they have solid safety procedures. I mean, they're way more safe. They're so smooth. It's like riding in a luxury car on these new ones. Exactly. They're so smooth. And, and like they've tested it. And I'm not saying they haven't tested the American Eagle, but it's like it's kind of obvious. Like because like. Like on X, I've been on X, on the X flight, or like that's kind of, that's a more new. That was, I haven't that was within been like the to Six Flags decade. in a bit. I haven't me been either. there probably in like ten years. Maybe, okay, maybe longer. Well, there's a there's a there's like a ride. I don't know, like the newer rides, like you have a big harness and like I, at least when I'm in it, like I know anything can technically happen, but it's like. But don't they I, also have the safety seatbelt? Like they have, to yeah, it? they have they have all this like stuff where it's like like e- like 
even if the the uh, you know God forbid something terrible happens, like there's another level. Safety. There's yeah. another layer of safety to it, yeah. right? But like the American Eagle, it's just you sit down and you this put, little bar goes little, down, yeah, like a bar that barely like fits. <laughs> it has you, can, some... you can still like like I can like stand up on the ride. <laughs> like I, I wanted to. If I wanted to, I could stand up and uh, like. I'm just like, how come? How, why can't we just like update it? Like we, I don't know. But see, like. I I could see how they, it gets inspected, but how is it physically possible to inspect every bolt and nail on the whole? Because there's a million of them. Because it's massive. Know. The wooden ones have so many um, bolts and nails because it takes so much more to hold up that weight. It's like <laughs> it's not you get one big old beam to hold up a steel roller coaster, you know, like one on an angle maybe if it's like a turn, and that's it. Because it's steel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the wooden ones are like, how do they? Keep up and check all of this. And if like, how does the wood not rot? How often are they painting this? That's a lot of paint. How do you paint every nook and cranny until water can't get in and rot the wood? I, I, I that's what all, I. All I know a lot about wood and building and doing a lot of construction work and like that one wooden roller coaster. Like I don't understand the upkeep of making sure there's no rot over fifty years. And it, like I, we would <laughs> yeah, and like what like afterwards like sometimes we'd have to like go under the the coaster to collect like like the phones that were dropped or like hats oh, yeah. or whatever. But like we'd be under like I'd be under. The, I'm like if this if this collapses on me like I'm how many stuff would fall? I don't really I don't know a man. lot. I, yeah, like I, we would get a bunch of phone. I mean, kids. What would are, you do with it? Return them or keep them? Well, they would. I mean, if there were phones and they they most of the time they were like destroyed like not e- not even like like oh it's a little crack on the string like well, yeah it like, just fell 200 feet <laughs> exactly exactly and it's and it, i'm probably on the way down it hit a bunch of yeah beams, it's also right? moving at a high speed exactly yeah exactly <laughs> but like yeah if it's like hats like That's we're so just like funny. put in lost and what found, a great job but, you do look like a guy that would be the guy with the backwards hat <laughs> all right guys welcome american eagle yeah keep your hands I, inside <laughs> i <laughs> i mean i i look back and laugh at the time out but like I I was working in ninety five degree weather in, yeah. in the you know in the middle of summer and I'd come home and like practice every night. But for... those are the days that make you love what you do now. Oh, absolutely. You need those jobs. Absolutely. Everyone needs to have sucky jobs. You should not be that kid that just never had a bad job. Yeah. Those, I, you need to build that character. Ab- suffer. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's suffer. no better time to suffer than when you're sixteen years old and underneath the the protection of your parents. Like, I, oh yeah, just suffer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm, Especially in the summer. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just realized we had a huge side tangent from a serious thing when you're like, "Do you ever reflect on the, like how you got to?" <laughs> and we got to Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I tried to wrap to it up. It. I was like, I was like, because I tried to t- like bring it back. I was yeah. like, it's all from you <laughs> trying to like. It's you know, hard it, to see it, it, yeah. what it manifests, the lives it it touches, the people it reaches. It's meant a lot to a lot of people. It's meant stuff to my high school, um, the local restaurants and stores that have sold stuff. Even the police were so impressed. They were just like, this is so cool. We like want to come to We can't believe you were able to do all this. Like You kind of just did it without any problems, though. My one of my last parties at the house, I was burning down the DZ. I, well, we took the wood apart, kept what we wanted, and then we had a big fire, and I was burning stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the fire department came first time ever in my life. I've had so many bonfires. I probably had at least a few thousand bonfires. Wow. Um, my dad used to bring home wood at his job. He cut up wood working at the steel factory, the crate, the the crates that held the wood. He cut them up and bring them home. So I had bonfires forever. Um, and those are the, that's the same wood I would use in the DZ when we I'd start fires to keep the whole place warm. That was crazy. I can't believe I built a fireplace in there and had 
it was wild. Uh, all by yourself, too. All by like, myself. Just, just, just you, man. Just Ben doing, doing Ben stuff. I mean, there was friends around, but there was mostly them, like, if I need an extra hand. You know, because it's like right, when you come right. up with the idea, they don't know what's in your head, but you know. Of course. And I'm, it's not like I have a professional map laid out like an architect and a civil engineer who are looking at it with the hard hat and they roll it out. I'm like, okay, that goes there. And following code, I was just like winging it. So like if you're winging it, everyone's like, okay, they're there to like hand or hold something for you and you just do all the measuring and stuff. It's so much fun though. There's nothing more fun than building stuff yourself, no matter what that is. And it, sometimes it's what you've built in a different way, but like doing something yourself is like no matter what it is from building a toolbox or building a large following, you're building something. It's really fun. And that's what this has been. But seeing it grow to it, because it was such a slow process, like slow burner and really, really incremental and so many ups and downs and good and bads and learning stuff, um, it's hard to see. But now that it's done that chapter, it's in a new chapter, looking back on it, it's kind of, it's overwhelming. Like the amount of people that I've met, the friends I've made, the kids I've inspired, the musicians I've recorded. I mean, thousands and thousands of songs and all these events and the photographs and the memories and the conversations. It's like the interviews. It, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for anyone's lifetime, let alone just 10 years. It's, it's so concentrated. So much stuff happened. And it's a lot of, I mean, despite all your hardships too, you know, like it, it's here. You know what I mean? Like you, I think that just, the fact that you you kept, you know, that's just alone. You kept going and, and going yeah. and it's such a slow burn. I mean, that's just, it's, like I said, of course that's going to inspire people. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. two plus two is four, man. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's amazing. Persevering, perseverance, perseverance. inspires people. It, absolutely, know? yeah. And it's crazy because the stuff that inspires them, they haven't even seen the hardest stuff. The hardest stuff you usually keep to yourself. Of course, you oh, know? oh yeah, yeah. Like you, tell, I, you tell them all the good stuff. Yeah, like, you tell yeah, them all the good I stuff. I want to do that, and, and then, then it's like it's gonna come with this. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've had kids ask, like, I, mean, I say kids, but people your age have reached out, like, hey, we want to start a DIY thing. Can we like ask you questions? I'm like, sure. I'm gonna be honest, and they'll ask them, like, well, can you handle like investing, you know, ten thousand dollars with the equipment and losing all of it because not enough people donated at the fest? And they're just like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. like that's the stuff I found out when I would rent out my rooms and I lived in a closet at 25 years old so I could do DZ Fest 2015 over there. I lived in a closet for wow. many months to rent out my room so I had enough money to get by to put on the the fest. Wow. Yeah, and then I and then in 2016, I, I started living in the cabin in my back. I built a huge cabin to live in mm-hmm. so I could, again, save money and rent out the rooms but have a little bit more privacy. And I lived in there for two years, and then I lived there again for those two years man you're you're built different man i mean that's like uh you're you're a you're a a tank you know like look at you i well it's like but now you're here you know what i mean it's like that like i said perseverance of course inspires but like yeah yeah. now i have a closet i can like walk into i've never even had a closet before i used to live in one the one i have now for my clothes is bigger than the one i lived in it's hysterical (laughs) i the thing is these things don't bother me suffering i i liked suffering it I'm, makes me, I want to fail. Absolutely. I yes, like suffering. Failure is, failure is your friend. the only way, failure is your friend. It's the only way I've ever known to prevail. Is Because it, it gives you the optics that you can't ever get. It helps to lift the veil that no one can see or understand. It's like going to a different dimension. It's like going through a wormhole when you suffer, when you fail in tremendous ways. Because you're one of the very few people who are experiencing that kind of suffering when it's tremendous. So it helps you to see clearly like what you should never do again to be in this situation like the things you need to do to not feel that way and not only does it do that 
but it helps to humanize and humble you and relate to people in some of the lowest places on this planet and give a perspective of like what is really important. Exactly. And it's not about this a mansion or fame or how many women you have. It's like <laughs> it's it, people some people think that. And those are like the the weird and I don't really care for that type of world of like social media and the, those TikTok stars people, you know, that want to have this extravagant, you know, I want to have a tiger on a leash, like that yeah. type of stuff. Yes. It's like that's not real like I want to suffer. I want to give up my bed to to abandon go sleep outside. So I know what it's like to sleep outside. Like I walk every morning five miles and no matter rain or shine. Today, I don't know if you know this or not, but this morning was freezing and it was really windy out. Mm-hmm. Like was it windy up by you? Yeah, we lost, we didn't lose power, but we lost like like our internet and stuff last night. And like, like or I guess like, you know, that thing where like, like it'll, they'll flicker and your microwave mm-hmm. beep. You yeah. Know? Like it's stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was terrible. Super yeah. windy. And wind at 24 degrees in the dark cold is brutal it was like a real feel of 10 so i'm the only one out there at the park walking and it has a massive hill and you go to the hill and you get hit with these massive gusts and uh, i'm like it's cold and i can feel it. my face is getting like that wind burn yeah but i'm out there just smiling laughing with my earbuds and just like this is gonna make when it's 60 and sunny so much easier Absolutely. this is gonna make the next time i stub my toe easier this is gonna make the next time something doesn't go my way easier and it did because later on that day I made I make I like to make really nice pour over coffees with the V60 and a scale and the whole Sheboygan, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm making it and it drained too fast and I almost wanted to like throw like a temper tantrum like God damn it why did it drain so fast and I was like man I was just freezing and like dying earlier on purpose I do these things on purpose nope, to strengthen I, myself I feel you I feel you and it just makes everything else in life a joke like everything else is so easy. When you suffer that way, um, last year in DZ Fest 2021, a hammer fell off the stage and hit me in the head, and it definitely oh, shit. should have killed me, and it hurt. But it, I was just off to the side to where it hit my head and, and just slid down, and it cut me here, and my face was swollen for that fest. It happened the day before I was building it, and I forgot it on top of the ladder. And on top of ladders, they have the the triangle ladders. They have a hole on top of them. Oh, you ever yeah, see that? Yes, yeah. That's for sliding your hammer in. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I forgot to slide it in all the way, and it fell off the top. But it was a really tall one. It just fell off the ladder and oh, it went wow. straight to my head. Oh, wow. And it's just that type of stuff that it's like it sucks, but it's like it just makes you so resilient, like type of like pain and suffering. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know? You know, and I, I, I've said, I've said this thing, this type of things before to people, and they, they think like, they're like, oh, you're, you need help. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, but it's no, I, I it's like finally, like, no, I absolutely, no, yeah. I, I'm the same way. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in a weird way. I'm almost glad all the terrible, you know, all, all the suffering, right? All, every, all, every, every hardship, all that stuff. It's like, I wouldn't know, like, like what you just said, like that's that, that cold and windy walk that you took this morning, that's going to make the, when it's 60 and sunny easier. Right. Yeah. But like, I think you can relate that to like, like, you know, you're, I'm, I'm glad every, you know, all the, all the terrible things that, that have happened to me or whatever, or all the hardships, the suffering, whatever, it's like, because I wouldn't know the good things. Like I wouldn't understand the value of of the of the of the bright side or of of all the good things that have happened. You know. So, but no, I'm the I'm the same way. I I uh, I worked out this morning too, and I walked out of I I, I swim after I, I oh nice I, I, yeah. Where at like a gym? It's just like a local Y YMCA. Swimming is the best thing for you. I love I love swimming. You have a sauna there too. I do. Yeah, I didn't use it. Well, you use it every day. Well, 
and normally I do, but this morning, and I wanted to because I, I like to meditate too. And I definitely wanted to, I, I did meditate at home before I came here, but yeah. I was like, I, I definitely wanted to meditate in the song. Are you sure today. you're 20? I, you're, you're acting like a wise 35 year old right now. <laughs> I, I swim, use the sauna, meditate. And I eat I, uh, vegan smoothies for breakfast. And <laughs> I'm like, well, that's me. You sound yeah, like me, but I, you're so much younger. Yeah. I, where I, did you learn all this so young? This is very. Those are all very smart acts to be doing for longevity. I don't know. I just pay attention. You yeah, li- you actually I, listen. I <laughs> when yeah. Speak. I want. I don't know. I love learning, and I love. Yeah. And I like. I I I like finding ways to be better. And, yeah. You know. I'm like. I'm. I've. I. I like. Like. I want to be better tomorrow. Or I want to. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want to be. I want to be. I want to learn something just new every day. I try to just learn. Yeah. I try to just like I said. I like to. That's why I like sometimes like. Like I, how I said before, I'm on the train and I just, I will randomly just go, what, what are you listening to, man? And just, just <laughs> I, I always force myself to have a conversation with someone, no matter if it's awkward or not. I just try to, to get there. But I didn't use this sauna today because there was a bunch of people in there and I already had a hard time trying to get in the pool. But, but the, what I'm trying to bring that around to is that I, I like, I was like, you know, I'll, whatever, I'll go home. And I, I'm walking in the parking lot, leaving the Y and it's, still cold and windy and I'm in trunks and I, and I'm, so here's a, here's an unwise (laughs) thing about me. I'm not a very, like, I, I'm a little impatient when it comes to like little things. Like I don't, I like, I'm not a guy who like really waits till I'm completely dry to go to the car. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, my car's right there. I'll, I'll I'll walk. But yeah, no, walk. I was, as soon as I walked out of there, trunks freezing. Yeah. Do they they turn into icicles? No, literally. And I like got in the car and I'm like, I'm like shaking, shaking. And I'm like, you don't get dressed in like the locker room or anything. I was go- like I said I was going to but like, I don't know I was just like yeah whatever I'll just yeah, go home yeah I'll, just, I'll go home and do it yeah, yeah. normally I like I said normally I do after I get back from the sauna I'll, I'll come back into the locker room I'll change but uh, whatever but today was just a little different I guess like it was I don't know I went I don't know the I normally go a little bit earlier I try to go a little bit earlier but like I I woke up a little bit later than normal what today time do you tend to wake up I try to like I used I in an ideal world, and I don't do this often, but I like waking up at like five or six a.m. Just because it's just like you are an old man. Because <laughs> because I like being I don't know like well, it. Help- you go to bed. Oh well, <laughs> let's not talk. Well, if we talk about sleep, that's gonna that's a oh. whole yeah. Uh, sleep sleep is the foundation, my sleep, friend. I, and I know that I know that, but sometimes you know it's I, different though when you're twenty. You can do I can do that and just like, do the crazy and, stuff. And, and, and I know that you know, but like I said, like I was up till like three last night, like working on a video, like because like sometimes I'll just I'll start at eleven and I'll film and then I get really caught up and like like I said, I don't I don't think about the time like I don't look at the clock I just oh shit I'm I'm done oh it's it's almost four okay mm. I guess I'll go to bed so you don't do it like during the day you don't do make that like your work day like make them during Some, the day it dep- I'm like I, I don't I'm not like I don't really ha- I have like a schedule type but it's more just like like I, I, I'm more just like this is all I want to do today and I don't care what like order I get it done it's just mm. like okay it's in the morning let's go work out just to kind of get started right and then I'll get, come back maybe I'll I don't know. I'll clean my room, do something, uh, something just like, you know, just kind of a chore just to kind of just stay, I guess, disciplined. And then like, yeah, and then, and then I, and I don't, I don't know if you would agree with this in, in terms of creativity, but for my creativity, I've, I've tend to notice that I just, I get better ideas at night. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes if I wake up right in the morning, I'll go that, but normally right at night. It's the night thing. It's a night I thing. I'm a that. night owl. I do miss that. I don't do night anymore because I just keep it seven every day, all year round, every day. It's I just the sun, the circadian rhythm thing. It's it's very real, it's very good. But I do miss my 
the music I'd write, the really extravagant and odd time signatures, 15-minute <laughs> songs. I'd do. I'd make up all my own tunings. I'd make like really, Ooh, yeah, okay, every song cool. I ever made I like was a different tuning, a made-up tuning. So like, would you like? So like, the, exa- would you like? Would you consider the theory into like? Well, give me. Can yeah. you give me an example? So like, uh, like F sharp, F sharp, C sharp, okay. A sharp, uh, A sharp. No, so we'd be make F sharp, F sharp, uh, D sharp. So let's relative minor. Then another yeah. F sharp, and then maybe like an A sharp, A sharp. So I'd have like, I'd have like. Uh, so it's like an F sharp tuning. Like, what would you call that? Like, what would you call that tuning? I don't know because it's not open. So it's not like an open F. It doesn't create the chord. Right. It doesn't create a major chord or a minor chord. Would you chord. put like a capo on it? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I do tuning, and every song would change. I do like uh, G G D G B B. Uh, I'd get really extravagant with it. I try to make sure every song was in a different key, and I never use a capo. I I always had this thing where I always felt like inanimate objects had feelings, and I was like, these frets, no. not every fret's being touched. They all need love too, and not every note's being played. Most people play in C G. D and A, maybe E, maybe a B, but like that's not nothing beyond that, especially in modern rock and guitar, unless you use a capo or down tune, which is not always the case. So I wanted every type of vibration to have its chance to be heard. So yeah. every song was in a different key, but the whole whole guitar, no capos. So I'd play as many frets as I could, and that's where my like ex- um, experimental and improvisational guitar playing came from. When I play guitar and I'm doing like my version of a solo, I tend to play the whole, I go everywhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. stay in any place. I play every part of the of the guitar and play the guitar mm-hmm, itself. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of strange sounds, but I really like more of a, being a sound artist. Soundsmith, yeah. I've been called, <laughs> uh, which I like a lot. And so I'd make up the tunings, and there's I have a lot of them. I had like 35 different made-up tunings I came up with. And I learned a lot of it through uh, circle, just learning circle fifths of music theory in, in college. And it was a lot of fun, but it got really hard because every time you play a song, you have to relearn how to play the guitar. You can't just do finger, the finger positions but, are not the same anymore. But I, I would find, like, I would think that's awesome because, like, like, because, like I said, you're, you're learning again. Yeah. Like, to, to go yeah. back to square one, it like, was that, fun. I find, I find yeah. so much joy in just going, okay, now we're going, we're going back to how yeah. it was before. Yeah, that's awesome. But the best part were the sounds because you get unique overtones you can't get. On, you're in, not playing a power sta- chord. Standard, yeah. You're hitting one note and you're getting like four F sharps ringing out yeah. slightly out of tune. So you get a chorus effect, Ooh, like a natural yeah. chorus effect. And then you get like one D sharp. So you get like this beautiful chorus of like all these notes and then a ten- the tension of a minor out of nowhere that's like in the middle of it. That's not a very normal sounding chord. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that, man. It's that's wild. That is wild. I, uh, I, I have a Michael Kelly Telecaster. I don't know if you know about Michael Kelly. They're a smaller, I think they're a smaller instrument company because every time I say Michael Kelly, no one knows. I never heard of Michael Kelly. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're really, they're really, I, I, I've had great experience with the guitar, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to try that because I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still, like I said, I'm all, I'm, you're, you said that you, you, when you solo, you go across the fretboard. I'm still, I, I'm at the, at that phase where I'm, I'm still stuck in the pentatonic box. You yeah. Know, I'm going, well, I can do this, you know, yeah. or like I, you know, I'll just I know this scale. Like I'm just kind of go in up and a down. blues world pentatonic, or I say that, but it's like nor- sometimes. So when I when I write songs, at least like for like for Interstellar, um, when I when I when we play it, or when I've showed the chords to like other people, um, they're like like one of our songs, like it, it's I would say it's in D minor, right? But it, there's like B natural in it, and mm. and then people are like. 
what's weird? And then it'll go to B flat major, you know, and people, or oh, B flat major is in D minor, I think, right? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while too. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I haven't taken the AP Music Theory test in forever. It's been a while. And I didn't. I don't think I did Wait, that. So well you said it. B flat minor. No major. B flat major, major. In, in the key of D minor. I think that is. I think that's right. So, yeah, because it's yeah. yeah it D would and be. F are in, the, are in it would be. D minor already. Yeah. Yeah. But like, okay, so then B major, right? So people are like, like what? Like, like so is it not? It, you know, it's like a D Dorian thing. I'm like, man, I don't even think about that. I try not to think about the that. Dor- I just, I just kind of. <laughs> there's a D Dorian, the Dorian. Oh, the Dorian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like it's like D, D-, D- Dorian. The Dorian. Yeah. yeah. I call those accidental notes, or some people call those accidental notes. I call them everything in its right place. You know, like if right. it is what it is, like if that's what works. Not every song. That's the problem I have with music theory and classical music, and like fitting, trying to quantify and fit it on there. It's like some of the coolest music I've heard. It, it broke um, the rules. It breaks yeah. the rules, and it goes places, and it goes from major and minor. And it, it can you make it work? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, like that's that's how I was because like when I wrote it, I wasn't going like, oh, wouldn't it be so wacky if I just because I know this isn't in D minor, I'm gonna put this this wild you know this wild chord in there. It's just like no, I just I I naturally found it like oh yeah this I think this works you know mm-hmm. like that that was miscommunication that was one of the songs that we we uh, we played at at the sessions. There's another song that Jeffrey wrote and uh, it in the in the. During the main riff is like in G major, and then during the chorus it goes it's it's G minor. So Andy is like a big theory guy, so he's like, oh, so it's like it goes from G major to G minor. I'm like, why don't we just why don't we just say G, and then just yeah. you don't say. I know when you when you say like A, it normally means like major, right? But I'm just like, let's just call it G, and then like it just whenever it wants to be its own, you know. Whether it's major or minor, just let let it, let the let the music do its thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm kind of a less is more type of guy when it comes, or like not less is more. Just like I I don't. I'm the same way. I'm the, I, like I like the music where it's just like yeah, they're just it, it's just what works. Not necessarily yes. like this. This is how it's supposed to go. You can't play that. It's not in the key. Yeah, I, I yeah <laughs> I can't. I'm like dude, come, get, get if out. If it face. works, yeah. it works. If it sounds awful and it's giving too much tension, it's not fitting the vibe. Then yeah, we won't do it. Of course, yeah. You but know? it's like when it does and it's not the rules. It's like dude, get out of here with the rules. What are rules? Yeah, listen man? to like, Jimi Hendrix play. Yeah, you know, this yeah. some of my favorite guitar players never follow the rules. Like, have you ever heard of the band Sonic Youth? I love Sonic Youth. Yes. Yeah. So my favorite. That's that jazz master over there. Oh um, yeah! Allegedly, Lee Renardo and Thurston Moore of Sonic Youth played that jazz. Music. Really? So where'd you and get that from? You so I bought it on eBay from a guitar shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, when I was 21. I was just just older than you, and the guy selling it said he had a, a Sonic Blue, a Fiesta Red, and the Ocean Turquoise one, and he said that they came in on while on tour and played in Milwaukee, and they went into the shop. They're known for going to guitar shops and buying up the Jazzmasters and Jaguars when they go around. Mm-hmm. And they saw all three, and they were playing with them, and they played that one, they played the other ones, and they didn't, that one just didn't feel the same to them, so they bought the Sonic, or the Sonic Blue and the Fiesta Red one and left, wow. and left that one. Allegedly. I, that's kind of a strange thing to make up. Why right, make that but, up. Uh, right, like, like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta think about the intention. All that of why adds up, that. like, all of that. I've done the history of them and like research them. Like, they do do that when they go to places. If they came to Chicago, they would 100% go to Chicago Music Exchange and buy guitars. Like, Sonic Youth is notorious for having like hundreds of offset Fender guitars. Mm. So, that's awesome. You should just say that that is the that, story. that's what I stick with. Yeah, that, that, that. 
We can just say that happened. It looks beautiful right now. It's a light. It does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know too like I know about like drum gear, but like guitar yeah. like I don't know. Like I said, the guys in the in the in Interstellar are always like they're like, oh, like this is a 1970s like Fender thing. Your bass like, player, he was oh, a gear he, guy. He's, he's he's our gear guy. 100%. He was talking about that. I could tell by his pedal board. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we our, were nerding out about it. Yes. He's. I'm a gear guy too. He, and I want to be. A, oh, I am a gear guy I when it comes to. Guy. I know. I know. I, yeah, I know. I feel. I feel left out. I can help you. I know a lot about guitars. I would love pedals too. I would love lot. to learn. Yeah. And Andy helps so much with that. I would love to learn though from yeah. anybody. But like, yeah. I'm, like I guess when it comes to drums and like like sticks or whatever, like in the drumming world, I'm like, oh yeah. I can, I, 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 I can, I can talk because like, because like I said, I was, I was like, I was formally trained on drum. Like after, so when I got to high school, I started taking lessons. Like I was self-taught in the beginning. And then I like, like I, I learned like technique and rudiments and like, mm. like, like how to play through a click and like, like polyrhythms. Like I know I am formally trained on that. Well, when it comes to guitar, I'm, I'm like, I took a few guitar lessons. That's when I learned the pentatonic. And then I yeah. was like, cool. You know, and then I, but I'm still kind of. Yeah, I'm always like I said. I'm I'm I'm. That's still another kind of thing. I'm I'm trying to really. I want. Uh, of course, I want to master it. You know, but just just you know, keep I know, Of course, it, of course. Happen. Yeah, you and, did it with drums. It'll keep happening. Exactly. Yeah. And so. you play in a band. When you play in a band, you get better at anything. You know. Yeah. Do any of them play drums in the band? Uh yeah. So um yeah, all of them can like like keep a beat and like like play. Uh, our singer Jeff. Uh, his previous band, he was the drummer. So he, yeah. for fun, have him hop on drums. And you play guitar, and yeah, not maybe not in a, for just for fun during jam sessions, yeah. maybe not live or something, but just because the thing that got me so good at guitar so fast was playing it along with a drummer and a bass, like playing along in a band. Yeah, and that's that's because it forces you to be able to like improvise and like try stuff while they keep the foundation going. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's actually how we all got. Well, so the Interstellar started when me and me and Jeff got together. Um, we've been friends since we were like younger for, for, we went to high school together, but, um, we weren't like, we were friends in high school, but like, we weren't, we're not like friends how we are now. Like we weren't like close until like after high school, but we started getting together and just like randomly jamming. And I would, of course, most of the time I'm on the drum set, just messing around. But there was times where he would get on the, the drums and I would like play something, but like, I'm, and even I, and this, this opinion could change in this, in this very <laughs> moment, but like, I am, I'm a huge Corey Wong fan. Wong. Uh, Wolfpack, no Wolfpack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the guitarist for Wolfpack, okay. or okay. one of the guitarists for Wolfpack. Um, they're a cool band. I love Wolfpack. There were I, a Spotify rap came out today, and they're like every year. How, how many minutes did you have? Uh, like thirty five thousand. Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but that's like I feel like that's low because I was looking at other people's stories, and they're like like ninety thousand. I'm like, dude, yeah. what? Like, yeah, yeah. They were top. They were my top five though, and but uh. <laughs> That, that, I'm surprised. Yeah, I would think that you would have more. Yeah, 30. I would. Think but, I mean, so that's too. a lot because I saw people. Some I people I was like, "You shouldn't post that." They had like seven. I was like, "That's nothing." I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like everyone's please. posting. Today. I was like, I can't post. Everyone's posting, and I can't. No, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not that person. Like, it's nothing against anyone. It's just like I don't. Like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I like, it's just for me. Like, I, I don't also know. I can't like, post because it's just it'll it'll make everyone feel bad about their lives. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel the same. Yeah, it's when, a, it's a basic because I'm like. This is what I'm listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to gatekeep these artists. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the minutes, it would just be like, this is unhealthy how many minutes I listen to music. Oh. Like it was So you're not gonna share how many minutes you've listened I'll to. I'll tell you. Okay. It was like 125. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. Last year was 121. So I always And you said last year. you said nice to me when I said 35. You're like, oh nice. Like that was like hey, it said you, like, went, you went, it said you're in the top 99.9% <laughs> of the world. <laughs> 
was like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. I, I don't know. I thought Music's it was always more on. I, it's all day, every day. It I have is for my me phone. too, though. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what it is. I, I thought it would be more, but I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I was also, I'm also, I'm always kind of shocked when I, when I see the Spotify rap, but like they said my top song was Something in the Way by Nirvana, which I have played a bunch of times, especially I've seen the new Batman movie. I don't know if you've so seen good. that. <sighs> Matt Reeves. <laughs> Matt Reeves is a, oh it was, it was great. I'm excited and, for the trilogy. Me too. I, and the, uh, uh I mean, I, I know, I think he's announcing the HBO series or whatever. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I've heard that that was going to happen, then it wasn't, then it was. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think the, of Joker? With Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. I, I thought it was good. I thought his portrayal was awesome. Yeah. I thought... Uh, so dark. It was very dark, yeah. And I was I was surprised Todd Phillips directed it because yeah. he, he did The Hangover, He did he? The Hangover, And I was yeah. like... I love The Hangover movies, but I was like, damn. I loved Joker. it. It was beautiful. And when it... I kept saying, like, this movie is where, where like, DC and, and, and a lot of comics need to go. Absolutely. And it got a lot... It did so well in the box office and then a lot of people were like, eh, hey, it was okay. And I was like, okay. Then the Academy Awards nominated for like 11 awards i was like it wouldn't bet that score was gorgeous the cinematography was so uh, beautiful yeah no the i i absolutely agree i thought i remember the remember the controversy that was happening when when it was coming out because they were like oh like it has violent like like it could in, inspire like like you know kids People who been saying that forever and i know they said i know about that. gta 3 back in 2001 exactly exactly <laughs> exactly and they, and they and they i think they always will say it but like i remember like all that controversy with the movie and i went to go see it opening night and i remember walking out of the theater and i was like i felt like because because arthur you know he's so you know he's he's it's about mental health really yeah it's about yeah. like like be, i don't know and I, I don't know if this is what todd phillips was trying to do but i watched the film and i left with like wow we just need to be nicer to people yeah because like he, was, he he's pushed by you know he, everyone's just mean to him yeah everyone's mean to him he's and, just he, and he snaps and he snaps and it's just like God, it's such a disturbing movie <laughs> it is it is very yeah it's good though it's, but it's not it's disturbing fantastic. like it's gonna make me do something it's disturbing because it shows how real mental health problems are how many people just get overlooked because they're not yeah. they don't look a certain way they don't have a certain intelligence they don't act a certain way they don't dress a certain right. way right and I was and I was like but like I said people were so scared that this was going to inspire people and I was like I was inspired just to be nicer to the average mm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like I said you know be kind to people for they have a battle you don't know that they're bat- or you don't they're facing a battle you don't you know nothing about and it's just like I feel like I left the movie being like I'd rather like I, I, that's what I took from it. Like I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I've never watched any piece of media and I felt like I, I'm going to do something violent, but it's like, especially with Joker, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to go, okay, what's the controversial thing? Do they, do they does he look, does Joaquin Phoenix look at the camera and go, Hey, you know, do this, do that. You know, it's like, no, it's like he was, his character is pushed and, and, and like he snaps, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. And it's. Like I said, I, I was like, oh, it's almost like a movie about being better to people. You know, mm. that's that's what I took from that's my interpretation. Yeah. But I was like, like, what is this controversy? Like, come on, get out of here. Like, this is this is nothing. Like, seriously. Yeah. It's interesting. The Batman was great too. The I Batman the Batman was, so was good. I so I think, but like I said, I think because I heard some, well, because I'm a huge Nirvana is probably like my one of like my Kirk Cobain probably is is the reason I started playing guitar. Or oh, like really? Dave Dave Grohl is one of my biggest drumming influences for sure. Um but like Cope Cobain's artistry, like he he's probably the number one person that has inspired me. Like mm. like when I was young, I was obsessed. I could tell you like I could 
I know all like their their albums. I that's why I geeked out when I when you uh, you interviewed Steve Albini. Oh yeah, because I was like, oh my yeah, god, that the, was crazy. I I <laughs> I can't even imagine. Did you listen to that one? I listened to a part of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get to. I don't know if you asked him any questions about in the in utero. We sessions. did talk about that. Oh, yeah, gosh. but it was cool because I've listened to a lot of his interviews, and when I got to talk to him, I wanted to talk to him about stuff that he just doesn't talk about. So we just mostly talked about a lot about the Chicago DIY music scene that he started. And I was like, I don't, this is going to sound ridiculous, but like, I was like, wow, we have a lot of similarities. Like the reason why you started doing so much stuff is like why I do it. Like he just had the gear, wanted to know how to do it. Was working with a bunch of friends, would trade like uh, a song, like record a band, would trade for like a show or a poster, like it's stuff that I literally do. Wow. And I saw the way he came up and we started talking about that. And then like how it led into, you know, um, Surfer Rosa with the Pixies. That got picked up, which is one of my favorite records. And then when Kurt heard that, Kurt Cobain, he was like, you know, told the label, like, well, let me get Steve Albini to do it. Also, like, they liked his sound, and then he did that. But he wasn't, like, that famous at the time. That made him a little bit bigger. But then because Nirvana was so big, people didn't like the way In Utero sounded because it has a very raw raw sound compared to Nevermind. And they and they love Nirvana has said and I and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought they said that they, they that was like the sound that they yeah. were looking for. That's like, what that's what you would yeah. think of when you hear Nirvana. If you listen to Bleach and you listen to In Utero, they make sense on bookends. Yes. Nevermind sticks out like a sore thumb. It's so it's a great record, but it's so polished. It is so clean. It's so it is. big production for like this grunge punk rock band from heroin addicts sleeping in the alleyways, like making it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And how raw and visceral and aggressive and and poetic and nuanced his words and lyrics were that in the concepts and his thoughts it didn't make sense for Nevermind made sense for In Utero yes In Utero was my favorite record by them so to talk to him about that and like to be amongst him and he's the way he's talking about them it's like it's I was talking to someone else like yeah and then Aaron and I were talking about this he's just like yeah you know and Kurt and I and he showed me this and he's talking about the tapes he showed them uh, he would show um to get Steve Albini an idea of what he wanted, he showed him tapes of never before, never before heard songs and sounds of Nevermind. So he okay. was like listening to like B-sides of it. And none of the stuff's out there. It's like unheard stuff. And it's oh. like, so like hanging out with Kurt Cobain, listening to like B-sides. Like it's crazy, right? It, it, that blows it's, my mind. And I'm just sitting there in electrical audio, just listening, like these very mics, just like sitting there, like you're breathing into his mic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that camera, and I'm just like, yeah. huh. People are just people, like right. Yeah, money put, and fame and numbers. They're just exactly. It's not. It, it, they're really just dudes. Just dudes. Just people. Just people. people. Are just people. Yeah. And he was really nice and really cool guy, and um, he had an hour to do it. So we did. I mean, I could have talked to him forever, but we did an hour, and it was really fun. And yeah, it's it's been really cool to do that. That like was a really nice thing because it got a lot of more musicians and people to like listen to the the podcast and kind of look into it a little bit more you know which is yeah, nice yeah yeah and that yeah and that is yeah i was just when i saw that i was like he got steve out and i they the guys in, in intercellon know that of course they know nirvana too so and i was like this guy did steve Albini. was like what like we were we were geeking <laughs> it was so cool yeah he but, was uh, he was great it was yeah fun. i yeah and from what i was listening to he seemed like a really genuine guy I, i've uh, the thing is though like i knew who he like I, obviously i know the name but like I've never watched an interview until I saw that, so I was like, "Cool that you like." I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's like countless other Steve Albini interviews, but like there the, is. hearing, yeah. yeah. But like with you, it was a little different. I've had people tell me who listen to a lot, big fans, said that they like mine the most, not because they know me. But he said that 
the questions I asked were not very normal ones. We didn't stay in the world yeah. of fame and that. And we kind of talked about other things and and like where that motivation comes from. Where where did you yeah. come from to like want to be like this this kind of the producer who doesn't take royalties and has a big name but is kind of like on the low down about it? You yeah, know? yeah. It was cool, and he is notorious for being a little um, short and quaint and a little. Uh, irritated, irritable, you know, but he, I only felt it for one second with me once towards the very end, but not really. It was just like, we were talking about like advertising and he was just kind of like, yeah, well, I don't really care. I just pay for advertise blocker and I'll take the money off my channel. I don't, like he's, he just, we're on different pages with that, but like, yeah. other than that, he was actually not like a passive aggressive or rude or anything at all, which yeah. is, he, I've heard he can be and I've seen it like definitely can be he's just kind of like over it all you yeah. know he is like 60 and has been dealing with people talking about this stuff for 30 years of you know? course yeah yeah but he was really great that, I enjoyed it yeah and people like, like you said it perfectly just people are just people, people man. Are just he's, people. he's just Steve Al- he's Steve Albini he's done he's done awesome things but like at the end of the day like, he, he goes to bed yeah. and he and he takes a yeah. shower you know? exactly I, as my uh, mom says he puts everyone puts on pants the same way exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and like I, I had a similar well not not similar but like uh, my the first like big mutual I I had or you know big right like uh, was uh, you know I don't know if you know uh, Sugarfoot Jonathan Moffat he was Michael Jackson's drummer mm. for I I don't know him but that's huge yeah 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 and he uh, yeah he's 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 crazy but uh, he he like followed me back and like at the time I was. I think I was like eighteen or nineteen, but I was. I mean, I I talk like this, like I, like it was years ago. But like two, uh, within the two years, he he followed me back and like I messaged him and I was like, "OMG, like your your sugar foot and everything." And like he was so cool about it. He was just like, "Like oh, thanks, man. Like appreciate." It. But like looking back, I'm like, "God, like I like I can't help but cringe a little bit because I'm like, yeah. this guy's just a guy. Like you know what I mean? It's just like." I'm sure he's used to it from drummers, especially I, I your age. Given your age, he probably saw that and was like, oh, he's just a kid." You know? I get and, no, no. It's and weird he, if you're an he, adult doing that. Of like course, old, like a fifty-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Omg. Right, right. But like, I, I typed like "Omg," and it's just like, "Oh, you actually said oh I, I literally said it. Classic and like, Omg. Yeah, and I was just, I don't like I said, I was just, like, and even like as, after I sent that, it was just like such a normal conversation. I was like, "Wow, like." Like I'm not even I'm not turning it him down. He's sugar. He's a legend. You know everything. But like at the same like I said, everyone puts their pants on the same way. It's just yeah. like he's just a dude. He's people just a dude. Just people. He played for Michael Jackson and some have more followers, like streams, plays than others. Some have more money than others. But we're we all we're born the same way. And we're gonna <laughs> die the same way. And our cells are gonna do the same thing. And yeah, yeah. I, I, knowing that and saying that and. It's, it keeps me alive, keeps me humble, keeps me okay with everything and not too upset, not too worried, but just kind of like yeah, everything is in the right place. Everything yeah. is in its right place. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I do. I do believe the like yeah, everything happens for a reason type of deal. Like you know, I I think I think nothing is. I mean, I don't know. I'm I kind of I dance between the ideas, but like sometimes I'm like like there, I've had stuff happen to me where I'm like wow, that's like so like universal and like whoa like maybe the universe is, like, hearing me and, like, sending me signs, you know? I like to think that. But at the same time, like, what if it all is just, you know, I kind of, I think the same thing where it's, like, it's just, things are just happening. But I do also think that at all times, regardless, that, yeah, everything, everywhere, everything is where it's, it needs to be. You mm-hmm. know? I love that. I love that I, I that outlook. I'm going to say that now. Everything people. in its right place. Yeah, everything is in its right it's, place. I mean, I say it, but it is also from the the first song off of Kid A by Radiohead, the song, Everything in oh, its okay. right place. Do you listen to them at all? 
Uh, I know like the hits, but I haven't. Check out that. Into... Check out the okay. record Kid A, the first Kid song. A. Yeah. Okay. When you drive home tonight, put it on. Okay. Everything that's right place. It's all right. One of my best. It was voted the best record of the 2000s. So, oh wow okay yeah it's one yeah. of my favorite records and one of the coolest songs wow it's such a beautiful song and yeah. the whole record is stunning but especially when you realize it's timeless it's it's sound the sonic qualities it was recorded probably between like 97 and 99 it sounds like something that would come out right now it doesn't make sense that it came out in the year 2000 and you're like this is like modern alternative experimental indie all rock like it doesn't make sense that it came out when it did <laughs> which they tend to do that um yeah 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 that's cool what time is it? oh my god we've been talking for about three hours have we really you got here at like 6 50 <laughs> <laughs> i love talking or 550 you got here 550 yeah, yeah. About three hours yeah i i can I talk forever man i feel I, like we uh, need to do another one, one of these sometime yeah we'll have a sequel i feel like we like just scratch the surface I think so too. I do think so. I, I we're both talkers. You know? I am. I'm such a big talker. I can. I. I. Once you get me going, I won't shut up. And yeah. then someone has to go. Hey, man. All right. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> there, yeah. There's been times where I've been over at my friend's house, and I'll just like, like we'll just be, we'll be chilling. I'll get there at like nine o'clock at night, and then like I'm we'll be sitting outside, and it's like three a.m. And my friend will just go, "Listen, man. It's it's three a.m. You gotta go. It's like it's like a weird little like <laughs> like it's not like it's not like a mean like hey I get out. It's it, they just go. Listen, man, it's it's three it's it's three a.m. I need you to. It, are you tired? I'm like, <laughs> I I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the hit, man. <laughs> you seem like a person that has like a very high energy. Like you're just you can always I, keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. basically what it is. I don't know. I'm use it for good. Yeah, exactly. Some I people like to, don't have I like it. To channel it. Yeah, use it. For, be productive with it. Absolutely. Swim, yeah. sauna, <laughs> content. Yeah, old old man stuff, like you said, or whatever. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Very wise. So keep up with that wisdom. Yeah, my words to you is just keep paying attention to those before you um, and listen to what they say. When it comes to, like, longevity and health and ideas, don't listen to when they say, like, you you can't do that. Like, that's not what you should listen. But, like, when someone's like, yeah, and then I started eating avocados and it was just great. Like, then start eating avocados. Like, <laughs> listen to that stuff. Listen to yeah. stuff that keep people alive. Yeah, absolutely. Really old people. When you talk to people, like, 90 plus, ask them, like, what do you do? What I've heard... Because this is what they always tell me is they walk, they enjoy life and like have fun and laugh and and, and enjoy hanging out people. So like mm. that's why I started walking. Like move, just keep moving. Don't yes. stop moving. Yeah, I so I, walk, I appreciate have the fun. Wisdom. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I like. I've, I mean, I've I've been told before, like you know, you don't have to take, you know, take take you know, pick and choose what advice you want to take. But I always, yeah, I'm, I'm this. I'm I like. I understand the the importance of, um, I think, and I started realizing this concept when I started getting a teacher, but it was like, I feel like, like people who have been in your shoes or like kind of in a similar situation or just like people who just have, who, who have experienced life more than you have, of course, you know, it's like, to me, it's like, they're a cheat code, you know, it's just like, why wouldn't you listen? You know, of yeah, course, that's you know, a good point. Like, why like a cheat wouldn't, code. yeah, like, why would, like, it's like a hack. Yeah, it's like like you get to, you get to listen to their mistakes and like yes. and this and like so yes. like now you kind of have that you know and you can do what you want with it but like for me it's like that I think it's cool listening to like like you said like your story and like countless other people who are just older than me and will you know like you know tell me about their experiences with X Y Z just with any with any concept you know so it's like like I said if it's like if you want to do like I don't know like. If 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 I met like like a like a a giant musician or a content creator like who was way 
if I met, I don't know, Roger Waters, let's just say, for example, right? Uh, maybe it's not the best example. Let's just say, but just, <laughs> Rod, I guess in terms of just like creative, I don't know, just like being a musician, I guess, or whatever, just anybody. And like, like, why wouldn't I like, just like, like, just take it in. Just like, listen to what he has to say about something. I don't have to like, like follow it, but it's just like, that's cool to, to hear that this is, this has happened to this person. Yeah. This is how they handled it. Yeah. You know, so if it does happen to me or whatever, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I'm rambling again. Oh, Aaron, thank you so much. Thank for you for having me, man. Chatting it's, with it's, me. It's such a pleasure. It's, it's been it's, fun. It's been fun, absolutely. It has been. And congratulations on everything you do and the success. Thank you. It's really Likewise. cool. Yes. Keep keep doing it. It's fun stuff. It's creative. It's hilarious. It it brings music and comedy together. Things I love. And I'm happy that people are doing it. And I'm glad that it's a good person who's doing it. And, uh, I appreciate and, you that, know, man. Thank yeah. you. I so really do appreciate it. that. And thank you. We'll 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 be in touch, and we should do this again, man. It's fun. Absolutely. I feel like we can do a whole another three-hour segment. We can. We can we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a trilogy. <laughs> and I'm excited for more of your band stuff to come out, and it's gonna be cool. Yeah, no, I and I appreciate all the all the all the kind words and and listening to your story and and just connecting. It's yes. this is great. It's a beautiful yes. thing, man. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, and then we'll go on. We'll go on for like three hours. <laughs> no, no, yeah. thank you. Let's talk about what it means to be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do appreciate you listening. Your kind words. I don't always talk about those types of things, and I probably said some stuff I've never talked about. So. Yeah, that's great. That's thanks good. For, thanks I'm for pulling glad, it out I'm glad, of me. Yeah, I'm glad I got it out of you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Let's. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. All right, cool. Thank cool. you all for listening. And thank you, Aaron, for being here. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye, everyone.